a lot of pride in the program. The ability's there. Each play matters. The goal's 15-0 here, knowing that we're going to be the most physical players on the football field. A lot of great coaches, a lot of great fan bases, a lot of great schools. Where Upper Cumberland legends are born and raised. They're doing things the right way on and off the field. Where traditions are passed down. They're doing it because they love the guy next to them. Where every Friday night, it's a race of champions. Expect to win. When you look at our team, you see a bunch of kids that play hard. It just boils down to the commitment to excellence that we have every day. This is Wildcats Nation. This is Wildcats Football on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Tom Davis Memorial Stadium on the campus of Livingston Academy. It's Livingston Academy football presented by Livingston Regional. Tonight, the Wildcats 0-2 play host to the 3-0 Upperman Bees. Good evening. I'm Colin Castleberry with David Ledbetter. And, well, David, look, we're going to talk a whole lot about tonight's game because it is all about tonight's game here with Upperman. But let's get the elephant in the room taken care of. Two games in two days. Livingston Academy is going to have to keep an eye on some guys tonight so that they're available for tomorrow if need be. Uh, your thoughts on this team uh, choosing to play two games over the next 48 hours? Well, as a, as a former coach, you, if you leave it up to the players, you kind of like that. You, your kids want to play. and They want to be on the field. Uh, at this level, though, it's, it's awful tough. It is awfully tough. And uh, but hey, I admire them. You know, I admire them wanting to play. You know, this this team's desperate for a win. If you can't get it tonight, you know, maybe you can get it tomorrow. Absolutely. And let's be clear, folks: the players did make this decision. Yes, you have to clear it with TWS to play. You got to clear it with bus drivers. You got to talk to coaches. You got to get another team interested. All of that is true. But Maddenhauser made it abundantly clear to me that they went to the leadership council on this football team, they went to this football team and the senior leadership and said, do you guys want to do this? We're going to have to drive to Jenkins, Kentucky, three-plus hours away, four-plus hours away. This is what the situation – do you guys want to do this? They said yes, so that's what they're going to do. All right, elephant is taken care of. Rest of the night we're concentrating on the Upperman Bees. And, David, they are quite an uphill climb if you are the Livingston Academy Wildcats. Yeah, Upperman, they're – Traditionally, they're just a very, very solid football team, well, well-coached football team. You know, it's it's a tough task for anybody. You know, Upperman's projected to make a run for state this year. So, you know, Livingston Academy comes in a huge underdog, and, you know, sometimes that's a, that's a good thing. You come in, nothing to lose. Uh, but Upperman is they're just a solid, solid football team all across both lines, uh, skill, receiver, skill players. They're just, they're just solid all the way across. L.A., a lot of things to clean up from last week. Had a 10-9 deficit, just one point down at the half on the road at DeKalb County. Then all of a sudden you find yourself fall 35-9. It was a very, very tough night for uh, in the second half for Livingston Academy. Uh, David, how do you clean up some of those penalties and those turnovers this week in practice? Well, that, that was the key right there. I mean, we, we return a punt for a touchdown, gets called back for holding. Uh, the next play we throw an interception, they return it to the one and then go. It's a 14-point swing right there on two plays. So three plays, actually. But, 
you got to clean that stuff up. And you, you're playing teams like DeKalb and, and Upperman and Stonewall. This district, every team in this district is is good football team, and you can't beat yourself playing these teams. You've got to play a clean, as clean as possible football game, especially against a team like Upperman. You know, number I think number three in the state in 4A. You've got to you've got to play completely clean, and you've got to have a lot of breaks go your way. This is an Upperman team that this year, if you talk to head coach Adam Kane, it's struggle offensively, really lean on the defense. How does Livingston Academy tonight lean on their athletes to take advantage of some things maybe the Upperman defense will give them? Well, you just got to get your playmakers in space. You get Daniel Bilbrey and Carson Parrott and Jake Hughes and Brody Coffey use his legs. You just got to, when you make positive plays, you cannot beat yourself with a dumb penalty. Um, Defensive-wise, you know, everybody's talked about Upperman's little bit of struggle, but they've got they've got a quarterback that can sling it anywhere. And we noticed last week against the Cab, Riz, second half, Riz Trap, he, he had his way with us in the secondary there throwing the football. So, you know, we got to keep getting pressure on the quarterback, and we just got to play clean. Upperman in the all-whites, Livingston in the all-blues with white helmets. Tonight, it's the Wildcats and the Bees. This is the Mountain Farm International Countdown to kick off. Powered by Mountain Farm International. Helping you take care of your piece of the Upper Cumberland. Mowing the front lawn, caring for your acres. Mountain Farm International. Online at mtnfarm.com. Putting the family and family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare, a family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough or your daughter's ankle sprain all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare, call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare. It's football time in Tennessee, and Twin Lakes Fiber Internet is here to take your game day experience to the next level. With a dedicated connection and lightning fast speeds of up to 10 gig, you can connect as many devices as you'd like and celebrate your favorite team without any interruptions. So don't let your streaming game fumble this fall. Visit TwinLakes.net or call 800-644-8582 to touch down your online experience today. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Rope Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. Upper Bees head coach Adam Kane. 
You talked about injuries as well, guys getting banged up. What is the situation uh, here this week, early in the week, in terms of health for you guys? Uh, well, it's too early to tell, really. Um, <laughs> you know, t- today's athlete uh, kind of, I think, is under the impression that they can sit out all week and play on Friday and that kind of stuff. And in some cases, that's that's been something that we've done. But, uh, you know, in other cases – if we're going to improve as a football team, um, you know, we get we get four days a week on the practice field, four opportunities to improve, uh, one game. And so we need to learn to take advantage of those practice opportunities to, to improve. And uh, so I'm hoping these guys uh, that got banged up are going to be able to join us for practices and at least um, – you know, get out there and go through some of the some of the work, and uh, but but right now it's just too early to tell who's going to be available. Upper Mid Head Coach Adam Kane, uh, Coach. Before we let you go, Livingston Academy. Obviously, you mentioned it going on the road this week to the Wildcats. They've got athletes all over the field. How do you guys limit their big playability? That's a great question. Um, you know, they they have kind of really. Um, jumped off the page at me with, you know, uh, their receivers can really run. And, uh, you know, I've seen, we've seen the quarterback for several years now. And, uh, you know, he's a very athletic kid and very competitive kid. You know, I watched him uh, take over a basketball game in the second half against Upperman last year. And uh, so I know he's kind of got that dog mentality about him, and, and I'm sure he's going to be, you know, ready to do the same thing on the football field. They've, they've got athletes. It uh, looks to me like the, their offensive line's playing physical. Um, credit to the new coaching staff, and and uh, th- this looks like a completely drastically different uh, Livingston team. Um, so they've got our full attention and, and – you know, we respect them and we respect the rivalry. Um, and we know how these rivalry games can go. And, uh, so we've got to put in a good week of, of practice and, and preparation and, and hopefully go up there. And, and like you said, like you uh, mentioned before, we got to learn, we got to figure out a way to play four quarters of football. And, um, you know, our focus this week is really on ourselves. And, uh, cause I don't, I don't think that we have been playing our best, and and we've got to learn how to do that. Crisscrossing UC Sports Nation. Covering the frontier of games across the region. UC Sports Nation tonight. Powered by Frontier Chevrolet. Find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. Highway 111, just outside Livingston. I'm Jake Wallman. Monterey stays home this week but leaves region play to renew a rivalry with Clay County. Head coach Scott Hughes says his team is just concentrating on themselves. we got to get better in all aspects. You know, it, it's one of those things that it's not just one thing. 
you know, when you go back and watch the film, you see some bright spots in some areas and, and you see some negatives in some areas. And uh, so, you know, we're, we're still working to uh, just get better fundamentally. And The Bulldogs scored 47 points last week after scoring just six combined through the first two weeks. Cookville welcomes Lebanon to town to begin their region slate. Cavs head coach Taylor Hennigan says his team has turned the page from last week's emotional win. I think as coaches, we have to kind of set that standard. And, and you know, we're all business when it comes to preparing for a new team. Um, but also, you know, for us, making sure that, you know, that game last week isn't the, the high point of our season. You know, that's kind of the message for us. Don't don't let Friday night be the, the high point of our year. Lebanon's key Crowell had nine touches for 224 all-purpose yards, two touchdowns and an interception and a blocked PAT versus Warren County last week. Stone Memorial hits the road to Sparta as they look to remain undefeated. White County head coach Curtis Beatty on how they plan to deal with Stone's star quarterback in Nick Osmond. We just got to play fundamental defense and run to the ball and get lined up. And Coach is going to do a good job uh, scheming for us and, and getting people in the right spot. But it's up to our kids to, to make that consensuous effort to fly to the football and tackle the football when we get there. White County quarterback Trip Pinion leads the state in rushing and is top 10 nationally. Jackson County is just looking to get healthy as they prepare to play Westmoreland this week. Head coach Sean Loftus is trying to be optimistic. Biggest thing is trying to get get healthy and get through the sickness. Well, I tried to give them three days away from one another just to try to, uh, to, try to get rid of some of this and hope everybody has that uh, you know, three days away and where it's not, uh, maybe it's it kind of has got away from us for a little bit. The common opponent for both teams, Clay County. Westmoreland defeated the Bulldogs 13-7 versus Jackson County's 47-7 loss. Warren County sees Mount Juliet come to McMinnville this week. Unfortunately, they will be without senior starting quarterback Alex Van Vuren, who broke his collarbone. However, head coach Matt Turner is confident in backup Brady's shoulders. Good, Brady's done a good week of practice thus far, and, and uh, we've got a good core group of seniors that are surrounding him and 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 giving him the confidence that he needs to to do the you know to execute and run our offense. Mount Juliet has outscored opponents one nineteen to sixty six through the first three weeks. York is back in action after an early bye week, and they also take their first road trip of the year, traveling to Bledsoe County, who's also looking to remain undefeated. Head coach Derwin Wright says the emphasis in the bye week was... Well, we just wanted to work on conditioning and technique and just and take some of the things that we need to improve on and, and really spend some time working on them. Bledsoe County is on a two-game winning streak. DeKalb County will travel to Watertown this week trying to start a win streak of their own. Tigers head coach Steve Trapp says the Purple Tigers are a tough out. Uh, they've got a defense that's very disciplined, flies through the football, uh, and offensively they do a lot of different things. So, I mean, it's another one of those nights where, again, alignment and assignment is critical, and, uh, you know, it's going to come down to, you know, who can play cleaner, who's going to make the biggest mistakes, who can make a team in special teams, you know, about like every Friday night. So uh, we're anticipating a battle. Watertown is 2-1 and one after a 27-21 loss last week. Cumberland County will have homecoming this week as they host Pickett County. Both teams are looking for their second win on the season. Scores throughout the night and a full wrap-up coming tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. The High School Playbook on Rock 93.7. For Around UC Sports Nation tonight, I'm Jake Wallman. 
counting down to Wildcats action. The Mountain Farm International Countdown to kickoff. Mark your calendar and join UCEMC for their 85th annual meeting this Saturday at Katessa Farms. Come enjoy great door prizes and a sit-down meal. Registration begins at 9 a.m. Business meeting begins at 10 a.m. It's your electric membership co-op. Let your voice be heard. UCEMC's annual meeting this Saturday at Katessa Farms, 780 Dixon Springs Highway in Riddleton. A delicious meal, great door prizes for registered members, and insight into your co-op. UCEMC. Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity, exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 126 PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers end September 30th. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it, just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center, welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair. On Main Street in Livingston, proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. Coleman, Livingston Academy, just a few minutes, almost said moments and minutes, uh, away here from the Bees and the Wildcats. The One Bank, One to Watch. One Bank, helping families reach their goals for more than 120 years. One Bank, member FDIC. Uh, Trey, if there's one thing Upperman's known for, it's being physical. How do you guys match the physicality here tonight at home? Uh, You just got to bring it manually. You got to be more physical. Bring it to them. Got to hit them in the mouth. People know you for being a downhill north and south runner. Do you do you enjoy that mentality? Are you all about kind of creating contact, lowering the shoulder? Yeah, I always try to make sure I'm always downhill and not losing yardage. I always try to make sure it's north and south, not east and west. Last week you guys had a couple turnovers, obviously one of them a costly fumble. How do you guys or how have you guys kind of worked on cleaning that up this week to, to hold on to the football? Uh, we've just worked on uh, handling drills and worked on uh, passing and everything else. And just my running back coach just told me to hold on to the ball, and we've worked on handoffs and mesh points. How much easier is it as a running back to have a guy like Brody Coffee in the backfield that the defense also has to account for in the run game? Oh, it makes it a whole lot easier because he's just as much of a threat as I am. So they've got to be making sure that option is closed up and they've got to make sure that they stop me you know and Trey before we uh let you go here and get into action between the bees and the wildcats getting to play back at home in front of your home fans what makes Livingston Academy such a special place to to suit up and play uh, it's just a tradition here we got a lot of folks that's been here for years and 
played forever, and there's just a lot of spirit here, a lot of magic in the Hog Eye name. Trey Coleman, the Hog Eye name here at Livingston Academy as we're just moments away from the Bees and the Wildcats on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Hello, I'm Jake Wallman, and this week's L.A. Living Legend is Matt Garrett. Matt is our second member of the Livingston Academy teams of the mid to late 90s that helped the Wildcats continue their rise as a program. Matt grew up in the Independence area of Overton County, an area that holds more than enough land to do every activity imaginable in the outdoors. But football for him was an outlet to get away from the work of the family farm and have something of his own. You know, I, I grew up on a small family farm in, in, up there in Overton County, and the football was kind of a, a way that I used to get away from farm work. Football was something that, you know, whenever I got there, whether it was practice or working out or the games or being around the guys, it was the time that I cherished. While playing for the Overton County Outlaws, Matt found a home at the running back position. He said it was just a position that he found himself at one day in practice, along with playing linebacker. Those positions gelled with his bigger frame, and the thought of going pound for pound with the opponent on the other side of the ball was something that Matt enjoyed. You know, Mark Hauser was, was our football coach, and which Coach Hauser, he was, a, he was a running back whenever he was in, in high school there at L.A. too. But, you know, I was just really placed there. I was, I was placed at tailback, and then I was placed at linebacker. And um, those were just two positions that just fit me. Um, at that age, I was, I was a little bit bigger and a little bit faster than everybody else. And I love the contact that came along with those two positions, whether you're on offense or defense, you were able to hit somebody. In the first game of his freshman year, a moment came where Matt had the chance to show he can contribute. Head coach at the time, Danny McCoyne, called a special package that put Garrett on the field. He was given the ball and then found the end zone. We were playing um, Cookville High School at uh, Tennessee Tech. You know, at that time, Cookville High School and us, it was a, it was a really big rivalry, and, and they were they were bigger kids. We got down to the goal line, and Coach McCoyne called uh, the goal line package, in which in that package I was the I was the tailback in that package, and so on my first carry as a high school running back, I scored a touchdown. Coaching changes in any sport are both expected and can come as a surprise. After the 95 season, another Livingston man was at the helm for the Wildcats in Matt Eldridge. We didn't know a lot about Coach Eldridge. Um, and with coming out of Coach McCoyne, we were ready. There was a lot of communication, which was, was a blessing, because we, we did have a lot of junior and senior leadership on that team. And so we were, we were communicated with, we were ready, and we knew that we were going to be good. So the, the anxiety was really dispelled just by the communication that the previous coaching staff had with us and the ones that were coming in. He didn't reinvent the wheel with us, but the anxiety really wasn't there. It was more of an excitement. Two more playoff trips and two 10-win seasons followed in 1996 and 1997. Sometimes past success has no meaning. Last year is old news. Not for Matt Garrett, however, as the success of the previous three years only fuel to fire. It makes it worse. It, it's expected. We went into the games expecting that we were going to win, but also we were putting in the time in the weight room, in the film room, on the field, in order for those expectations to be a reality. So, so you know, we really, I can never think of a game that we went into that we didn't have a shot. In the four years at L.A., Garrett raced up and down one football field after another. 
He racked up 2,968 yards in four years to hold the rushing record for yards in a career. It was a record that couldn't have been more special. <laughs> I, I'm, I most definitely knew. We had watched the uh, the previous teams play, and, and I knew Greg McDonald well, and, and uh, Greg is still a dear friend of mine today. He's the record that I was chasing. And, you know, to, to be competitive, to be someone that is coming into a role that you know that there is something out there to get, you want to get it. That was something that uh, that meant a lot to me whenever I did break that record, which I don't even know that I'm still on the list now. They've had such a such a good list of running backs and, and uh, quarterbacks that have, have been excellent rushers since I've been there. Overton County and Livingston Academy, a town, a county, a school where legends are larger than life. Thank you to this week's living legend, Matt Garrett, a four-year starter and at one point the record holder for yards in a career at 2,968 rushing yards. For this week's L.A. Living Legend, I'm Jake Wallman. Wildcats football in minutes, live from 101.9 AM 920. This is the Mountain Farm International Countdown to Kickoff. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Rope Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. At Tier 1 Urgent Care, performance and efficiency drive our practice. If you have joint pain, back pain, or have sustained a sprain or fracture, come see Tier 1 Urgent Care. Skip the ER and see Dr. Derek Worley. Fellowship trained, board certified in sports medicine. Tier 1 Urgent Care, 335 West Spring Street. Walk in Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, Saturday, 8 to noon. Performance and efficiency to serve the needs of our growing community. Tier 1 Urgent Care. Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity, exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 120 six PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers end September 30th. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. Counting down to Livingston and DeKalb County at the top of the hour, this is the Mountain Farm International Countdown to Kickoff. Wildcat Volleyball is currently in the Sunshine State, competing against teams from across the country. They went down there on Wednesday evening, sitting at 4-3 and three overall, 1-1 one and one in district play. They were undefeated until a tournament last weekend in Sparta. Head coach Christy Jenkins knows there's still plenty of work to do. A lot of it's inexperience for both my middles. 
of course, my daughter, she, you know, her, the first season she ever played was last year. And then you've got Mia Hughes, an incoming freshman, when, and that's a lot of pressure on her, too. Their middle school volleyball coach changed every year. So that's a struggle, you know, for a kid to really learn with consistency. Our outside hitters have really picked it up, I feel like, the last week and a half. Our middles, though, are doing a great job blocking. That's, I mean, that's where they're excelling at right now. I mean, we've been playing so much, we've not even had time to practice. So I'm ready to get back in the gym and start practicing and just working on, you know, being more aggressive offensively. Meanwhile, the Lady Wildcats on the soccer pitch last night went on the road to take on Merrill Hyde. They are 3-2-2 two, and two overall, 2-0 two and oh in district play after defeating White County Tuesday but falling to Merrill Hyde 3-2 to two last night. Next week, the Lady Wildcats stay home and host Franklin County on Monday. The cross-country team Monday hosts an invitational for teams from across the UC and Mid-State. And volleyball, coming back from Florida, will not get back in action until Tuesday when they'll stay home and take on Watertown at 5 p.m. Offensive lineman Jordan Ficklin, Livingston Academy Wildcats, as we prepare for the Bees and Livingston Academy here at L.A. Uh, Jordan... Offensive line is probably the unsung heroes. They don't get a lot of credit. What do you love about being the guy up front who takes care of your quarterback, your running backs, gets all that blocking done? It's just the pride of the game. It's just being able to play smash mouth the entire day and, you know, at the end of the day, being the ones to help the team and get it done. Tonight you play a very physical upperman team. How do you guys win at the point of attack there in the trenches? I mean, just got to be more physical. We just got to take their level and take it up a few notches. How much fun is it to block for guys like Jackson Bowles, Trey Coleman, Brody Coffey? Does it make it more fun knowing those are the kind of threats you have behind you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, they, they're tremendous talents, and they make our job a lot easier. What is your favorite part of playing offensive line? Is it pancaking the guy in front of you? Is it watching your quarterback throw one deep to Daniel Bilbrey for a touchdown? What's the moment for you as an offensive lineman that you love more than anything else? I mean, pancakes, are they're always awesome, but I think it's just scoring and being a part of that, that system, that well-oiled machine on the offense. Tonight, you guys are going to need to be a well-oiled machine. Last week, struggled a little bit with some consistency. Moved the ball at times, turned it over at others. How do you find more consistency tonight? Just play, play smart, keep our head up, don't get down on ourselves, and just play better. Jordan Ficklin. As we approach kickoff on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. WLIV's Countdown to Kickoff, where pregame scouting report on tonight's game continues. Powered by Mountain Farm International. When it comes to plastic surgery, like a tummy tuck, Botox, liposuction, or other confidence-boosting procedure, Nelson Aesthetics is a team of highly skilled professionals offering the latest services. At Nelson Aesthetics, they believe that beauty is not just skin deep. It's about feeling confident and comfortable in your own skin. Check out customer testimonials and before and after pictures at nelsonaesthetics.com. The work speaks for itself at Nelson. 
Your dream recreational vehicle is waiting at Norris Supercycle. Whether it's an ATV, a UTV, or a bike, Norris Supercycle has it. Their extensive selection features used models from top brands like Polaris, Bobcat, and Suzuki. Dreaming of a yard cut with pride and precision? Norris is ready to help with Bobcat zero-turn mowers and more. Start your journey online at NorrisSupercycle.net or visit the showroom in Rickman between Cookville and Livingston on Highway 111. Norris Supercycle, a guaranteed good time. Work or play, NorrisSupercycle.net. What makes the difference at Casa Nueva? Everything, according to customers. Wow, the food was among the best Mexican food I've ever had. Good food, good service every time, recommend. Best food, best customer service around. Portions were huge, but so delicious, I had to finish it. No better, no fresher, no more authentic taste around. Casa Nueva in Livingston. Real, authentic, fresh. Mexican dishes cooked to order. Enjoy lunch or dinner at Casa Nueva, 840 Overton Plaza in Livingston. Casa Nueva. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it, just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center, welcome to stress-free collision repair. On Main Street in Livingston, proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. few minutes away from kickoff here between Upperman and Livingston Academy. Coach, there's been a lot of talk this week, obviously, about uh, playing two games in two days. But tonight it's just about the Bees. It's about Upperman. What do you guys have to do against a really stout uh, Bees defense tonight? Well, we talked to our kids all week about just coming out and playing physical. We know that's their brand of football, and we can't, um, we can't back away from that challenge. We've got to be physical at the point of attack, both offensively and defensively, fly around. Um, you know, on defense, swarm to the ball. Offensively, we got to just do a good job of, of taking what they give us. Uh, we've got to respond well to adversity when it hits because we know in the course of a game, it doesn't matter how well you play, at some point you're going to be faced with adversity. So we got to be able to respond to that. Uh, we know they're a really good football team. We look forward to the challenge. Now, obviously, you mentioned physical in there several times. How do you plan to play your most physical brand of football tonight while also still find yourselves you know, prepared and, and able for a game and a travel tomorrow? Well, I mean, the, the most important game is Friday night. We're going to play. That's a region game. Um, we're going to have to just show up, do the little things that we're taught to do. Um, you know, it's it's going to be a tough task. They, they've played really well this year, but it's it's something our kids can be – competitive they can play with them they can give themselves a chance to win if they show up and play hard from the get-go uh so those are things that we're looking at and we're focused on um the game on saturday you know we're we're still we're to the point that um we're safety's first for our kids so anyone that's banged up in the game on friday won't be playing on saturday obviously and then we'll be on a kind of a snap count so we're monitoring people i know the TWSAA allows us to play eight quarters a week but our kids won't play anywhere close to that so we'll monitor those snap counts make sure that we're splitting those up and we'll make sure that we're taking care of them first and foremost you guys obviously last week you you have at a point at the half you walk away from it uh, not coming up with much of anything in the second half how do you guys tonight become a second half team as good as you played last week in the first you know it's a challenge i don't i mean we just have to execute and play consistently. Uh, last week we moved the ball at times and had opportunities, but um, we had untimely turnovers and they were able to capitalize on it. And those are things that we have to flip the script. We have to, 
you know, force some turnovers. We have to play consistent. We have to execute, uh, continue to play physical. And those are things that give yourself a chance to win. Going to see in a great environment tonight, obviously welcoming Upperman here to Livingston. What do you expect from these home fans, and, and how do you expect your guys to kind of feed off the energy? Yeah, I, I mean, our fans and our community is awesome. Um, we're glad to represent the school here. We're glad to represent the community. They always show up. They're supportive of our players and our team. Uh, and Upperman does the same for their community. So it, it should be a great, uh, great atmosphere for high school football. Um, it's just showing up and, like I said, taking care of business, doing little things, and giving yourself an opportunity. And, you know, you can't play the scoreboard. You just got to play the next play. And you can't worry about things that are out of your control. Just control the controllables, do your job, and, and uh, see where everything goes. Battle of the team from Baxter visiting Livingston Academy here tonight. Moments away from kickoff between the Bees and the Wildcats on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. More from the coaches, more from the players. As game time approaches, the countdown presented by Mountain Farm International. Hello, I'm Ron Hewitt, owner and physical therapist of the Physical Medicine Center. I would like to say thank you to the people of the Upper Cumberland for allowing us to provide your physical therapy needs for the past 30 years. We focus on your individual therapy, not what just works for most. Our goal is to get you back to work, back to play, and back to life. The Physical Medicine Center of the Cumberlands, located on the bypass in Livingston. Call 823-1200. That's 823-1200. We can help you live your best life. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity, exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 126 PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers end September 30th. When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? When you work with R&M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R&M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions. Just Overton County neighbors looking out for your health. Trust R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. Consider them a part of your family because they care. Getting set for kickoff around UC Sports Nation, it's another week with some changes. Tonight's game between Cookville and Lebanon has kickoff delayed to 7.30. Livingston Academy will play two games this week. Upperman will be at L.A. tonight, and then L.A. will travel to Jenkins, Kentucky tomorrow. York is back in action at Bledsoe County after an early bye week last week. White County is trying to bounce back from an emotional loss tonight in Sparta, hosting Stone Memorial. And the game of the week tonight sees Clay County travel up the mountain to Monterey to take on the Wildcats. 
As we continue from Tom Davis Memorial Stadium, it's time for David Ledbetter to tell us what will power a Livingston win tonight. Presented by Upper Cumberland Electric Membership Corporation. David, a win tonight for the Wildcats begins with? Turnovers. you got to limit the turnovers. A uh, team like Upperman, you can't have any turnovers. You've got to force turnovers, force force them to be in second and long, third and long situations. But you can't shoot yourself in the foot against a team as, as, as good as Upperman is. So limit, limit the turnovers, limit the penalties, and, and put the pressure on them. It's the UCEMC keys to the game. Visit UCEMC.com and find out how your extra change can support UCEMC cares and community organizations from across the Upper Cumberland. Tonight's game day forecast calls for a very low chance of rain, about 20%. And honestly, I would probably even lower that percentage below that, near probably zero. Very little clouds in the sky just before kickoff. Temperature stands at around 72 degrees, and winds are low to minimal. The Mountain Farm International Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by Mountain Farm International. 339 Interchange Drive, Crossville. Serving the entire Upper Cumberland. Not just tractors. Not just for farmers. They are for everyone. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it. Just know that it can be fixed at Maynard Collision Center. They give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair on Main Street in Livingston. Proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Rope Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. 101.9 AM 920 WLIV W270DD Livingston. It's game time. Your LA Wildcats. LA Wildcats. Presented by Livingston Regional. Be well, live well. The Wildcats. Play here. Play here. Play here. Live from Tom Davis Memorial Stadium, Colin Castleberry with you, David Ledbetter to my right. Uh, let's see here. The sign as Upperman is coming and going, going to come running out onto the field here momentarily reads, we searched Google and still can't find competition. Well, you know what? I got to give credit where credit is due. That is uh, very well done. They are 3-0 and on the season, so... Uh, yet to have lost a game, though I would say they've had some competition. 14 nothing a win over Macon County. Uh, I believe they put 24 points uh, on DeKalb County. It was certainly uh, a situation where the offense has struggled, but the defense has not for the Upperman Bees. Let's look at your captains tonight. Carson Parrott, Trey Coleman, and Trip Sadler, your uh, 
captains tonight for the Livingston Academy Wildcats. On the other side for Upperman, looks like it's Zach Neal. Uh, that is 61, so Zeke Unger. And I'm not sure who your third one is at the moment. When I get a number, I'll let you know. But those are your captains tonight for the two squads. Upperman clad in the all-white. Livingston Academy in the all-blue with white helmets. And David, I think we're in for a, a pretty good matchup here tonight if Livingston Academy can play their best football. Well, that's the key. You know, we've, I don't think we've seen Livingston Academy's best football. They, they were playing well when the lights went out against uh, White's Creek. But, uh, you know, they need confidence is what they need. They need a few things to go right for them in the first half, go into the locker room, you know, be – tied or or even up in this game get some confidence going that, that's what that's what they really need right now you wonder how differently that DeKalb County game might look if you're able to play out the Whites Creek game and win it if you're able to go into that game one and one with some confidence how differently does that look the third captain for Upperman here tonight is going to be number 11 that is uh Jay Lyric Cullum Jay Lyric Cullum there we go that took me a minute. The high, the uh, asterisk in there, or the, what is that? It's the word I'm looking for. The mark between Jay Lyric. I just lost all, my mother it would is, be. It is Jalyric. Jalyric, yes. yes. But, but that's that little symbol in there. My mother would be so disappointed as a public educator that I'm blanking on the uh, name of that nice little symbol in his name. What we do know is it looks like Upperman will kick it off. So Livingston Academy in the offense will have a chance to put the pressure on uh, Upperman to begin this ball game. And, and i got to be honest, the way the offense has looked versus the defense, I think I like this call from Matt and Hauser to put his athletes out there on the field and try to be the team that puts the pressure on. Yeah, I think it's a good call. I mean, if you, if you win the toss and you take the ball, um, we need confidence. Like I said, we got to have confidence. So, hey, get the ball in your playmaker's hands. Daniel Bibbery should get a shot right here to return a kick right here. No dumb penalties. That's what's hurt us on special teams all year is penalties. So, let, let's get the let's get the ball here and go down, score some points. And like, like we always say, let's roll the ball out there and see how it works. Clock under 10 seconds ticking down. And we're just about set to go from Tom Davis Memorial Stadium. Do want to remind everyone, one of the few times I'll mention it in this ball game, but tomorrow it'll be kickoff at 4.30 Central. Pre-game will begin at about 4.15 right here on WLIV. We will broadcast Livingston Academy visiting Jenkins Independent School in Jenkins, Kentucky. So if you're looking forward to that, but you're able to not make the trip, like so many of you listening, I'm sure, we will have the broadcast for you. Back to receive it, interestingly, is Daniel Bilbury, but he's also going to be back there with Caden Weitzel. Normally it's Carson Parrott, who seems to have been moved up one line. He's moved up to that second-to-back line. May have seen something in film for the kicker. Maybe he did kick it short. No, he's got a leg. He's got a leg. It's deep. It's to Bilbury at about the four. But do they want to not kick to Daniel Bilbury? He reaches the 20 before contact and then is immediately brought down by Cam Bush, the senior wide receiver and defensive back. So Bush with the tackle. Bilberry is going to go out of bounds at around the 24. And at least on kickoff number one, Upperman able to limit the explosiveness of Daniel Bilberry. That's a good job by Upperman right there. Every player stayed in their lanes. There was no crease for him to run. He tried to bounce it outside, but uh, good job there by Upperman staying in their lanes and, and preventing him to get outside. 
Out trots the Wildcats offense, led by Brody Coffey, the starting running back, or at least the running back here on play number one will be Jackson Bowles. And your wideouts are Will Brown, Jake Hughes, and Daniel Bilberry. Bilberry and Hughes out far to the left. The man in motion out into the flat is Bowles. They're going to throw to him. Throws out and let him well, 25, nearly to the 30, and a great throw there by Brody Coffey to lead his back in the flat a little bit and able to, with momentum, get about a five-yard gain as Bowles. That's a, that's, a tough, that's a tough throw right there. Running backs running diagonal down the line, and you, Brody done a good job putting it out in front of him, let him, let him catch it in, in stride. Kind of ran into the catch, was able to run through the catch and continue his momentum. And now it's second and five for the offense, and they'll just switch the sides. Will Brown and Jake Hughes out now to the far right <coughs> as they're on the left hash with the football, and it's Bilberry alone on the short side. They bring Bowles out into the flat on the right this time. Not looking for Bowles. Instead, Coffey running around, scrambling. Now looking, and he'll take off. Avoids the would-be tackler at the 30. Gets to about the 33 and is pushed out of bounds. It's a good job by the offensive line right there, giving Brody time to throw. Upperman, their backside defense, they're very, very fast, very physical. Nobody was open there, but a good job by the line keeping Brody upright right there. Staying ahead of the chains, though, the Wildcats in just third and two here from their own 32, so a very manageable third down to begin this offensive drive for the Wildcats. That's what you got to do for your offense. You want to be second and four, five, six range, third, one, two, three range. It's Bowles and Coffee in the backfield. Same formation, Hughes and Brown. Hughes inside the hashes, though, out to Coffee's right. Coffee will take the snap. This time, Bowles is going to take the handoff, and he can't get it. Dives forward, but is immediately turned around at the line of scrimmage by Eli Bullock. Well, that's a name that I'm not going to say is definitely related, but certainly in the area could be. <laughs> Eli Bullock, the linebacker who turned him back. Livingston still got the offense on the field. I don't know. Oh, we got a got a penalty flag. I didn't see the flag on the far side. Upperman declines an illegal illegal formation by Livingston. Another penalty by the Livingston Academy Wildcat offense. It'll be declined because I mean, if you turn them around on third down, no reason to give them another chance. And the punt team will trot out for the Wildcats, led of course by the punter, the senior Dylan Watson. Back to receive the kick for Upperman. believe that is Jackson Rollins. I'll let you know as soon as Watson gets it off. It's low and booming. It is Rollins back there to receive it. And the kick will go out of bounds and around the 39-yard line. So Upperman will take over offensively with 10-19 to go. Scoreless here in the first quarter in the B's offense at their own 39-yard line. That's a good job by there, there by Watson. The ball <laughs> bounced back to him there. And- uh, good job of him picking it up, getting that punt off before they got pressure. So now we find out if the L.A. defense can hold up against an upperman offense that, as you mentioned earlier, has not been super successful this year, but Bronson Chafin can throw that football. He can sling it all over the field. He's got, a, he's got great size, and he's got a great arm. 6'4", 195, prototypical quarterback size. He's going to hand it off to Rollins on a jet sweep left to right to begin the game or the offensive drive, that is, and Rollins will get about four. Good job there by the defensive end. Looked like Gage Hoffman there sealed that in, made him cut it up. Linebacker Seth Smith come in to clean that up. Ball now sits at the Upperman 43-yard line. It'll be second and six 
for the B's offense. And i got to say it, folks. I mean, Bronson Chafin is listed at 6'4", 195. But you look out there, and, I mean, he truly he towers over most of the guys on this field. He looks like a small college player. Yeah, he looks like a, he looks like a really – Really thick athlete right there. He's and off to the running back. That is Ethan Paul Cool. Go on the halfback dive forward for about four, I believe. Maybe a little less than that. Yeah, about three. So it's going to make it third and about two. It's a good chance right here for Livingston to get off the field if they can get a stop right here. Be a confidence boost for this defense. Third and two. Same dis- down in distance that. Upperman was able to kind of stuff Livingston Academy. See if the L.A. defense can do the same. They're moving around. Lots of motion out there on the D-line from the defense. The handoff on a jet sweep. Can they push it out? They cannot. Rollins. Oh, no. He did not get there. Looks like he's about a yard. Oh, this referee keeps moving up. They strung him along a lot there. And I believe they're going to say first down. They are. And, man, it looked as if at first Rollins was going to get there. Then the L.A. defense finding a way to kind of drag him back, string him along laterally. And as you mentioned, then that uh, this nearside referee kind of moving a little too far forward. It will be first down B's. Just barely, though. Chafin in the gun. He's going to hand it off to a man in motion. No, play action. Backside pressure, though. He runs out of it, throws downfield, finds a man. It's dropped. Good pressure there by Hoffman. He, uh, Chaffin, is, they've got a penalty flag back here at midfield, but Chaffin's a great athlete, got great speed, got out of that. Kept his shoulders square. Now let's see what the penalty is on. It looks like it will be on Upperman. Like illegal he, shift. It uh, looks like he crossed the line when he threw the ball. I think they called oh, it for crossing illegal the forward pass. Okay. Either way, the penalty is on Upperman. Loss of down. Loss of down, and so it'll be second and 15 for the Upperman offense. He had a guy wide open, hit him right in the, right in the chest, and he just he hit him right in the hands. Maybe the worst part, uh, worst spot to throw it to a receiver. They like to jump and catch, but drop the first pass. Would have been illegal either way as the handoff goes to the running back who somehow stays on his feet. Should have only been about a three-yard gain. Instead turns in to about a six or seven-yard, eight-yard. This near side referee. I don't know what he's doing down Is here. given like an, at least an extra two yards. Now, they spotted it correctly at the L.A. about 48, but the near side ref here was at about the 46. Man, the ball's on that side of the field. I don't know why he's he keeps moving up this way. It's weird. Either way, it's third and eight for the upper mid offense. Chafin in the gun. He will have a back Palk with him in the backfield on his left hip. He's got a stacked wide receiver set. Pass the hash out to his left. Fakes it. Throws into the flat to Rollins. Rollins is immediately tackled by Braden Story. Story with an incredible job to shut the blocker and make an open field tackle. Yeah, great job right there by Braden Stover. He had a blocker, a receiver blocking in front of him, and he just... Shed that block and made a tackle for, uh, well, they gained a yard right there. And if, it, if, if Braden hadn't made that tackle, they definitely had a first down. Fourth and seven now as the L.A. defense comes up with a big-time stop. Back to field the punt is Daniel Bilbury. And let's see where the upperman punter, that is uh, number 14, Sebastian Stanfield. Let's see where Sebastian puts it. 
Upperman has got to have seen Milbury is dangerous. Penalty's the only reason he hasn't had a return for a touchdown this year. Does he beat the first man? He does not. What a job by Elijah Fitz to get back there and just get at the legs of Daniel Bilberry. And the L.A. offense will have to begin this drive at their own 11th. Great open field tackle right there. You don't see that much. Daniel Bilberry got caught the ball. He had about four or five yards there and tried to make a move there. But Fitz with a great open field tackle right there. 6.43 to go in the first quarter. First and 10 for the Wildcat offense from their own 11. We need to drive right here. Just they don't have to get points, but just flip the field position right here. Get a few first downs. If you have to punt, at least you got the field position flipped. Coffee in the backfield with Bowles once again. He'll have Jake he, or Will Brown, excuse me, all alone to his right. He's got Hughes and Bilberry out wide to his left. Takes the shotgun snap. Hands off Bowles, and Bowles is immediately met by Nathan Ledbetter, the fullback and linebacker, senior, who takes him down right back at the line of scrimmage, and looks like they're actually going to lose about half a yard. Yeah, that's uh, two tackles there for Upperman. Good size, good size young men right there, and they just clogged that, clogged the middle up right there. No work for Bowles to run. Eli Bullock, six foot two forty. And his partner in crime, Evan Briggs, 6'2", 270. There in the interior defensive line, a 3-4. So I suppose technically one of them is an end, but either way, more like two 3-D tackles down there. Coffee takes the shotgun snap. He'll stay to pass, throws out to Bilberry in the flat, and Bilberry can't beat the first man. And that was, I couldn't see far side there. I'm going to give credit to Cam Bush. I believe Maya came in to clean it up after Nathan Ledbetter wrapped Bilberry's legs up. Either way, Daniel Bilberry has, uh, that is now two or three times that the great athlete in Bilberry has been wrapped up quickly and with uh, authority. Yeah, that's another great open field tackle right there. This safety for, well, on first and second down was up close. The two safeties back are Rollins and Carmine Phillips. Now everybody playing uh, those two, the safeties, and you've got the cornerbacks well off the wide receivers on the right side. Coffee will take the shotgun snap. Hands off to Bowles. Bowles had a hole. He's at the 15, the 20, 25. Broken tackle, 30. First down, Jackson Bowles with a 19-yard gain. Good job right there by Livingston Academy's offensive line. Matt Dowell, Jordan Ficklin, Nathan Hargis, Colin Weitzel, and Dawson Ledbetter. They opened up a huge hole, and I think they caught Upperman off guard there with a little draw right there. Yeah, let's give credit where it's due also to the play call there from Matt and Hauser and his offensive staff. Everybody was spread wide. Cornerbacks were off the receivers. Everybody's expecting a pass there. That little halfback draw, and Bowles hit the hole quickly. So now first and ten for the offense. Coffee in the shotgun again. Bowles in the backfield. Fakes the handoff. Looking into the flat and Steph throws across the middle. Finds Will Brown. Brown avoids a couple tacklers at the 35. Fights himself forward to the 40, I believe. Another first down on back-to-back plays for the Wildcats with a little momentum. Good job right there, too. Nice pass by Brody. We sent him off just a little bit last week in the second half, but he hit Will Brown on the slant right there. Hit him in stride, and Will just turned it up and got the first down. Over to the sideline comes Coffee to get the call for Matt and Hauser. Trots back out to the huddle. Everybody dapping each other up 
as it's first and 10 with under four minutes to go here in the first quarter. What an unbelievable job by the LA offense to get going now at their own 39. Coffee in the gun, Bowles in the backfield. Shotgun snap again, he'll drop back. Coffee looking, steps up in the pocket, now look to roll, and he's sacked. Brought down by backside pressure by the quarterback, Bronson Chafin. I believe that was, I believe that's, is that eight? Is that nine? nine? I'm sorry, that's, that's a Clayton nine. Harris, Clayton right? Harris, yeah. my apologies. He's a good looking athlete too. <laughs> that is a nine. He is, he's 6'3", 230, so right around the same size as Chafin, so you can see how they get confused. Remember, a wrap-up of this game and all Friday night action. You can catch that tomorrow morning at 9, live from Chick-fil-A. High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders, live on Rock 93.7. All three wide receivers will head out to the left. That's Brown, uh, Bilberry, and Hughes out there. As Coffee's in the gun, he's got Bowles directly behind him. Turns and hands off to Bowles, and Bowles this time not going to find the same level of success on second and long. He might have gotten a yard initially brought down there by, I believe, Evan Briggs. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be tough sledding, running right up the middle all night long against this Upperman defense. They're they're stout right there in the middle. 2.35 to go, third and 11 in the first quarter. And the ball now at their own 38. So it's going to be a loss of a yard. Earlier I was looking first and second down. Upperman's got... Eight, nine guys up at the box, no safety back. First or second down may be a good time to take a shot if you're Livingston Academy. Going to push everybody up near the box again. Lone safety back there near the L.A. 50-yard line. Here's Coffee in the gun. He will drop back. Thought about going to the flat. Now steps up in the pocket, and he's brought down. The ball's on the floor. No, an offensive lineman. Oh, it was. It did go down, and an offensive lineman picks it up. That's Dawson Ledbetter. Who recovers the fumble. Got his first rush of the year there, isn't he? <laughs> Brody just held on to that one just a little too long. But, you know, give give Upperman's defense credit. They they had our receivers blanketed. Sometimes you just got to throw it in the stands and, and, and just punt the football and get out of there without a turnover. And it does look like they'll trot the punt unit on now. We're deciding that with Coffee, maybe having a conversation. Now they'll trot everybody out there with 127 to go. Fourth and 14, and L.A. will punt. So you got two first downs, maybe still a little further back than you'd like, but a chance here to flip the field for Dylan Watson, who catches a high one and then punts a high one. This one's going to come down at the opposing 30, nearly muffed by Jackson Rollins. Good hands by Rollins, but he does flip the field. About a 35-yard punt there, but he got it way up in the air. Uh, real high punt, give his defense time to get down there. It is Upperman zero and the Wildcats zero with 108 to go in the first. Putting the family and family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare. A family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough. <laughs> or your daughter's ankle sprain, all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare, call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician. Livingston Family Healthcare. Back here at Livingston Academy, where with just over a minute to go, Upperman busts one. From their own 30-yard line, 
taken off on the run is Ethan Polk, and he gets all the way down to the Livingston Academy 6 before he's forced out of bounds. Instead, they're going to call it a touchdown because of a penalty, and they're going to say he somehow stayed inbounds. So it is a touchdown for Upperman, in fact, on the play. Yeah, that was a huge hole there opened up by Upperman's offensive line. And safety was cheated this side of the field, and there was nobody on that side to stop him. 33 seconds to go. The penalty will be enforced on the kickoff. It was on Livingston Academy, I believe a face mask called. So the kick here from Sebastian Stanfield to make it 7-0. And it's 7-0 Upperman. 33 seconds to go in the first quarter here at Livingston Academy. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. The Cats, presented by Livingston Regional, 101.9 AM 920. Kicking it off from the 50, thanks to the penalty. No, no, going to move up even. Oh, my gosh. They get to kick this from the L.A. 35-yard line. So there won't be a return on this kick, folks. There is not a chance in... Unless there was two penalties. I mean, I don't know why they're all the way at 35 yards. I think that's what Coach Mark Hauser is trying to figure out. It's just one penalty. It was just a 15-yard penalty. Yeah, now they're backing them back up. I I don't understand. Yeah, head coach Mark Hauser getting – or I say head coach. (laughs) Mark Hauser, who, of course, is father of head coach Matt Hauser. He was – I mean, he was turning purple, folks, getting out there, telling them you better put that ball back on the 45. Well, you're still, I mean, if you're, if I'm Upperman right here, I'm on plus side of the 50. I'm looking at onside kick right here. Just give it a shot? Yeah. We'll find out. I know they've got the hands team up. Will Brown is right up here expecting it with Rocco Carwile. Back to receive it or Carson Parrott deep, that is, Carson Parrott and Caden Weitzel if they were to kick deep. And they don't. It's an onside kick. Jackson Good Bowles, job. I believe, the man who will come up with it right down Main Street was the onside kick there. I think that's Dylan York right there. It was. It was one off. I did 26. It's 25. Dylan York, the man who came up with it. But that was an interesting onside kick as well. I really, you either go right or left. It went right down the middle from Stanfield. Yeah, he was just hoping for that big bounce, and everybody's come rushing. But good job there by Dylan York. Just cradling it and getting down before he gets hit. Yeah, limit that bounce for sure. So York able to... Save the onside possession, and this will actually be the best starting field position of the night so far for Livingston Academy, who has 31 seconds to go in the first quarter and the ball at their own 34. Here's that safety walking up. He might take a shot here. The snap back to Coffee. He drops back. It's a deep drop. He's under pressure, and I believe he's able to get rid of it as he's tripped up at the ankle by Ramsey Snook. Pass ball incomplete. 
Yeah, they called an incomplete pass there. I don't know who got the pressure there, but the pressure was coming from Snook. Yeah. Ramsey Snook, the man who ultimately brought him down. But that pressure from the edges is really difficult to contain right now for this Wildcat offensive line. Yeah, these defensive ends for Upperman are getting upfield quick. They might run another draw at them. 21 and a half seconds, second and 10 here in the first quarter. This time it's Trey Coleman in the backfield with Coffee. Coffee takes a shotgun snap, and it's just going to be an option play. He rolls out behind Coleman as a blocker and dives forward to the 35, maybe the 36. They will say the 36, so a gain of about two or three there for Coffee, and the clock is going to tick down, and that will be the end of the first quarter. So it will be third and nine to begin the second quarter for Livingston Academy who trails 7-0 to the Upperman Bees here in Livingston. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Robe Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. Livingston Academy with a big third down, third and eight to begin the second quarter from their own 36-yard line. They trail 7-0 to the Upperman Bees here tonight. It's going to be Coffee in the gun, Coleman in the backfield with him. Force wide receivers out wide. Now he's just going to avoid pressure and take off. He gets all the way up the sideline to the 40, maybe the 41. Not enough for the first down, though. It'll be fourth and four. For Livingston Academy after the scramble drill there for Brody Coffee. Again, it looks like Livingston's they're keeping their offense on the field. I don't know if this is a strategy here, but here comes the punt team now. It's good. I mean, good decision. You don't want to give the ball back to Upperman after they just scored right there at, their, at your own 40-yard line. Punt team out again. Dylan Watson will be back to punt. The man back to receive is Jackson Rollins. 11.38 to go in the first half. Wildcats trailing 7-0 to the Bees of Upperman. Good snap. Punt is off. It's high. It's going to stay in the air long enough to bounce at the 30. It's fielded, and Rollins is actually going to field it and be ripped all the way back to the 15, but they're going to say forward progress. They're going to give him the 31, uh, the 26. Yeah, that, don't, that wasn't a very smart decision. I know... Had three defenders right in his face right there. It looks like he's still down on the play, too. Rollins does look like he's going to stay down and take a little bit of inventory. It's 7-0 Bees over the Wildcats with 11.27 to go in the second quarter. 
Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. Jackson Rollins remains down, being tended to. Now he looks like he'll be sitting up and stood up by the trainers. One Bank, the one bank for all Livingston Wildcat fans. Stop in One Bank of Livingston and open a new account today. One Bank of Livingston, proud to bring you Wildcat Sports. One Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is, of course, your regional, your Livingston Regional Game of the Week on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. And they are going to have to help Rollins off here. Looks as if he can't put any weight on one of those two legs. I'm going to go with, I'm not speculating. I want. I think it's his right. I'm just trying to read directions here, folks. I was never real good at that. I believe it is his right. Yes, can't put much weight on his right leg there. Either way, Rollins being uh, carried off there by two athletic trainers in the Upperman Bees will pick back up with the offense. First and ten from their own 26. <coughs> Keep an eye on Rollins as that could be a big lo- a big time loss for this B squad. And it's going to be underthrown by Chafin looking for a comeback route to Carmine Phillips. And that one's in the dirt. Yeah, uh, he's got an arm. He's been a little bit, you know, watching some of their film. He's been a little bit inaccurate in some of his throws. And that one, he had a guy wide open for about a seven-yard curl just to do it straight in the dirt. So, once again, Chafin in the shotgun. In the backfield with him is Ethan Polk, who has the lone touchdown for either team here today. And we've got a triple set over here, and Livingston Academy jumps. That's a silly, silly, silly penalty right there. Your defensive line, just you're right there in front of the football. Just watch the football. Penalty is encroachment. Entire defensive line wins. At least three or four guys who are going to get called for encroachment there and takes it from second and ten after the incomplete pass to second and five. You know, we talked about keeping Upperman behind the chains and done a good job on first down. and complete pass makes it second long, and you get a dumb penalty. Now it's second and short. Formation's going to stay the same. All three wide receivers are going to come out in that triangle set to the right. They're going to gesture the running back over to the right hip of Chafin, and then he's going to take off and use that big athletic body to fight his way all the way down to the 40 for a first down. Yeah, he... I thought he was going to throw it to this back receiver right here, but he just took off with it around the right edge, cut it up, and nice gain of about nine there. Give the sophomore some credit. At 6'4 and 195 pounds, he looks like a pocket passer, uh, but he's got some, some real agility and mobility out there. Yeah, he's a dual threat for sure. He can, he can run, he's got speed, and he can throw it. That triangle set again out to the right. The back goes on the right hip as he picks up the handoff from Chafin and Paul. Dives forward on the halfback give for about three. Another good job there by Livingston Cavs defensive line and linebackers coming in there. Looked like he had a hole there for a second, but it closed real quick. And Livingston tackled him and tackled him backwards instead of him falling forward like we've seen in the past. 
Second and seven for the Wildcats on defense. Upperman driving, 10-23 to go. Second quarter, Bees leading 7-0 in Livingston. Chafin in the gun, running back now on his left hip, and he'll fake the handoff. Rolling over to his right, he throws. He might have a man, he does. Catches made at the 30, at the 20. Pushed it about at the 15. Catches made by Elijah Fitz. And my gosh, what a throw by, Bronze, by Bronson Chafin. Yeah, Chafin, it looked like he was getting tackled right there. I think Seth Smith had him for a sack, and as he was going down, he, he slung it 35 yards in the air right there. Great throw right on the money, too. And you make a great point there. I mean, Seth Smith... Uh, able to wrap him up. So, I mean, none of his lower half put anything into that throw. Understand that Chafin had no part of his lower body able to get into that throw. That was all upper body, and it went 35 yards in the air, 40 yards in the air. It was all arm right there. All arm. Shotgun snap. This time he does hand off to the running back who bursts through the hole, breaks the first couple tackles before being brought down by Carson Parrott. The running back now is Jaleric Cullum. Cullum, one of the captains in this game for Upperman. And now the Bees knocking on the door. It's first and uh, goal from their own six. Seven. From their own seven. Nine and a half to go and make that second and goal. The last play was first. Second and two. Second and... Oh, they can get a first down. Excuse me. So now it's going to be goal to go anyway, and in goes the running back. Jaleric Cullum through the hole, untouched into the end zone. Do have some yellow cloth on the field. Let's see if the call is on Upperman. It is. The sophomore, uh, Bronson Chafin, is throwing his hands up in the air. Cannot believe it. I believe it's going to be a hold here on the Upperman offense. Yep, holding on the bees. So sometimes them <coughs> big running lanes open up for a reason, and that was that was the reason we looked like we held uh, – uh, see who that was in there. Jaleric Cullum was the man yeah. who ran. Look, Kanan Williams, it looked like he was a, he was the one being held for Livingston Academy. Well, either way, for maybe the first time in a couple weeks, the penalty goes for Livingston Academy. It benefits the Wildcats as Upperman goes backwards, and that'll make it second and eight from their own 12, or from the LA 12, with 9.22 to go in the second quarter. Chafin in the gun. He'll have Cullum with him again in the backfield. Shotgun snap, hands off Cullum. Cullum through that same hole, and this time he's immediately taken down by Seth Smith. Good job there by Seth. Scraping off a tackle by the – or scraping off a block. Got another flag on the play here. Another flag and another hold, looks like. So Upperman going to help Livingston out again and back themselves up another 10 yards. So another hold. Now Upperman goes back to second down, and that'll make it second. And what I'm going to start calling uh, a a small mile. Second and 17. Second and 17 for the Upperman Bees. They can get a first down at the four-yard line here. Capable of throwing the, uh, of getting a first down, as you pointed out. Chafin back there again with the running back, Cullum. 
Takes a low shotgun snap, and he's just going to have to take off. And he is blasted by the man coming across, and that is John Geist. Big time here. Geist. Geist. Great job to wrap up and put Chafin in the dirt. A gain of minimal, maybe three yards. Chapman's lucky he held on the football. He turned as he made that, he got into the hole, and, and Geist just hit him right square in the chest. He's lucky he held on to the football there. So it'll be third and 12 from the LA 16 with under eight and a half to go. Bronson Chaffin in the gun. Takes the shotgun snap, and we've got a whistle. Timeout, I believe. I don't see any cloth. Timeout, Livingston Academy. So Livingston Academy, a big-time third down for Upperman when we come back. The L.A. defense looking to make a stop. 8.22 to go. It's 7-0 bees over the Wildcats. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 8.22 to go in the first half. It's 7-0 bees here at Tom Davis Memorial Stadium on the campus of Livingston Academy. Ball is at the LA 16, and the Wildcats defense looking to stop the Upperman offense on third and 12. So if you do the math, Upperman can get a first down if they can get to the LA 4. That would then make it first and goal. You've got to come up with a stop. You, Upperman with two holding penalties right down here inside the 10-yard line. You've got to come up with a stop here if you're Livingston. If nothing else, limit the bees to a field goal. Chafin takes the snap. He's going to roll out to his left. Looking. Got a man open. Underthrown. Was the catch made? It was. Touchdown on an underthrown pass. But getting his hands beneath the grass and the football is the wide receiver. I believe that was either Clayton Harris or Jaleeric Cullum for Upperman. I believe that was Harris, the one that made the long catch. Harris, all right. Like we'll call it Harris. Bounced. Looked like it hit the ground, but it's on that far side. Referee was standing right there. So, so Clayton Harris with the 16-yard catch to make it 14-0. Bees with 8-16 to go in the first half, leading the Wildcats of Livingston Academy. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family. The best trained, caring pros to serve you. Tom Davis Memorial Stadium for the Wildcats of Upperman now lead 14-0 with 8.16 to go in the first half. 
They'll kick off from their own 40-yard line. Back to receive it are Daniel Bilbury and Caden Weitzel. The line in front of them, for those curious, contains Carson Parrott and Gage Hoffman. So I wonder, as you pointed out, David, if, if L.A. hadn't seen something on film. Yeah, they might try to peach one here. He's, he's kicking it deep again. Deep again, and this time it won't be Bilbury. It will be Weitzel who fields it. And he finds a bit of a hole, gets past the 20 to the 25, and they'll ultimately say his knee goes down at the 26, I believe. Two good kickers for both teams here. Uppermitch kicker's got a strong leg. Every kickoff's been inside the five. Now here's an interesting predicament, folks. 8.09 to go, first half. You're down 14 nothing, Coach. And uh, my question to you is, do you have to get points here, or do you just need necessarily maybe the momentum? You just want to you just want to get a few first downs right here. Just run some clock, get a few first downs. Try to, of course, you're going to try to score. Well, always. Yeah, but you know, get some get some momentum built up. Coffee in the gun. They're going to bring Hoffman from right to left in motion at the tight end. Now Coffee rolling out to his left, throws, finds Brown, but Brown drops it. An unbelievable job by Coffee to drop that between defenders at around the 43, but Will Brown will drop it near the sideline, anticipating the hit. Well, it's, uh, it's a good throw there by Brody. Hit him right in the bread basket and just dropped it. Incomplete on first down. It'll be second and 10 now from their own 27. Clock at 8.03 to go in the first half. Will Brown don't drop many passes either. That's, that's a tough break there. Here's Coffee in the gun. He's got bowls on his left hip. All his wide receivers are out to the left. It won't matter, though, as the bowls will take the handoff and bowl his way forward for two. Just not a lot of, just not a lot of confidence right now for Livingston Academy, it seems like. Well, the Wildcats offense does not feel like it's clicking the way we've seen it click against White's Creek. Really clicked against at times against DeKalb County. Uh, does not look like the same offense so far here tonight against Upperman. Well, the times our offense, is, our offense has clicked, we've had some dumb penalties that's cost us. and We've not had any of those offense penalties tonight, but we just can't get anything going. Once again, four wide receivers this time, three to the left and one to the right. Coffee in the gun with Bowles directly behind him. Takes the snap, turns, fakes the handoff, keeps it himself, and he's got a hole you could drive two semis through, and he'll find the first down, getting past the 35 to around the 39. Good job there by Brody. Faked the handoff right there. The defense went with the running back. He just pulled it, went around the right side there, and picked up nine yards for the first down. Call it 12 yards. Great job there. A great read by Brody Coffee. So now first and ten, maybe with a little bit more momentum. Clock going to roll to about 7.01 in the second quarter. First and ten from their own 39. Coffee in the gun again. This time he's going to send Will Brown alone to the right and have three wide receivers in Parrott, Hughes, and that is Weitzel who is out to the left. So Daniel Bilbury not currently on the field. As the snap is low, turn, hands the ball off, and immediately met in the backfield by multiple Bs is Jackson Bowles. Yeah, same play right there, except this time he handed it off, and 
them defensive ends we've been talking about all night for Upperman have been crashing hard, and both of them made a crash right there. The backside defensive end made the tackle, and Brody might have could have pulled that one right there and got a few yards. Either way, the question currently on many Wildcat fans' lips may very well be, where is Daniel Bilbrey? I've looked. I don't even see him on the sidelines here. I'm... I saw I saw them stretching him out earlier. I I don't want to speculate. I don't know what could be going on. Thought maybe he just you know maybe a little cramp needed to stretch, but not sure where he is now. What I know is coffee is in the gun. Bowls on his left hip. Takes a shotgun snap, looking in the flat. Now goes across the middle. Well overthrows the intended target, Carson Parrott, and he's lucky nobody was there to intercept it. Yeah, it looked like a receiver. We got a penalty flag on the far side. There. Maybe defensive holding if the Wildcats are lucky. Let's see what the call is. The flag is very close to the upperman sideline, and it is going to be on the Wildcats. That comes Daniel back in now. Little legal man downfield for Davidson Academy there. One of the linemen got a little too far upfield, and now it looks like Upperman is a little frustrated. Head coach is out talking to the referee, and they're just going to talk about whether to decline or not. They do. After the incomplete pass, don't want to give the Livingston Academy offense an extra down. So they will decline the penalty and keep it at third and 12 with 6.07 to go in the second quarter. Ball will be on the L.A. 37. Daniel Bilbrey's back out on the field now. Good to see him back out there. Bilbrey going to go out wide with Hughes to the left. On the other side, it's Weitzel and Brown. Coffee motions bowls to his left hip. And takes the snap, dropping back, looking, under pressure, throws, has a man, catch made, and diving through a tackle is Will Brown for the first down. Good, good throw right there by Brody Coffey, right on the numbers. Will with a great catch. Instead of trying to dance, he was right at the sticks. Instead of trying to dance, he just fell forward for the first down. He knew exactly who was on the field. And it's like you talked about, drop it once, shame on me. Drop it twice. Not going to happen. Now that was a much tougher catch. He had guys around him right there. This other one, he was wide open that he dropped. But a good job there by Will Brown concentrating and making that catch in first down. Well, Coach, you've coached a lot of football, David, and certainly you hear coaches say it all the time. Sometimes the wide open catch is the harder one. It's the hardest one to catch sometimes. In the gun, here is Coffee. Puts bowls on that left hip again. Two wide receivers to either side. Shotgun snap, dropping back. Good blocking this time. And again, the comeback route. And I think they might have found something. They hit Will Brown again for another first down. That's back-to-back between 10 and 12-yard pass plays. Yeah, and Brody, Brody right now is right on the money. He's, it's really, really good throw through a window right there. Good job by Brody Coffey. Good job by Will Brown. 5.01 to go. Clock ticks under five minutes. First and 10 from the uh, B's 40 here in the second quarter. Wildcats trail 14 nothing. And now, David, I think we're to a point where, okay, we, we were looking down for just momentum. Now it's we get points. Yeah, we got we to Now score. you got to score. On a drive like this, you've created it. Now you got to take advantage you of it. Picked up a big third and long on a pass play. You've had a couple of consecutive uh, first downs there. Now you can go down and score. Here's Coffee in the gun. Puts three wide receivers to his left. Whitesell, Hughes, and Bilbury out that way. Bowles on that left hip. Takes the shotgun snap and the handoff. And Bowles, good job to keep his legs rolling. Makes it from the 40 to the 45. A nice five-yard gainer. 
for Jackson Bowles. Good job there by Jackson. Also, good job by the offensive line. But these pass plays that, that Brody's completed, Will Brown's caught, it's kind of opened up the middle of that defense a little bit. So if you can complete a few passes, get your running game involved. Once you get your running game involved, complete a few more passes. They always talk about the run sets up the pass. Sometimes the pass has got to set up the run in a situation like this. 3.50 to go in the second quarter. Coffee in the gun. Second and five from the upper mid 35. Here's Coffee. Bowls on that right hip. Three wide receivers to his left. Dropping back. Looking. The man he was supposed to throw to got held up. Brown got held up at the line. Got stuffed there. Pressed. That's the word I'm looking for. Got pressed at the line. And Coffee panics. We do have a flag down. Ball was lost on the play. Let's see what the call is. Uh, Brody, Brody just held, his, his primary receiver got held up at the line. Brody kind of held on, held on to it a little bit too long. Uh, fumbled, it got hit from the backside fumble. Bowles picked it up, but it looks like we're going to have holding on Livingston. It was Clayton Harris with the pressure. A great job by him to force the fumble. Bowles picked it up, but the penalty is going to send Livingston Academy. No, they're going to decline the penalty. What that tells me is that Upperman is more scared of the big playability and doesn't want to give Livingston Academy an extra down. Yeah. Went from third, or it could have been second and, what, about 19? 19, it said it's third and 11. Yeah, so they'd rather have it third. They'd rather have third down, which, to be fair, probably not the worst decision. See if Brody can find Will Brown again for another one of them 12-yard passes. Will Brown is going to be alone again over there on the right. The other three wide receivers on the left. Coffee drops back. He's looking in the flat. Now he looks deep. He put a lot of air under it. Here's Bilberry. Runs under it. Catch made at the 10. And he's brought down. Elijah Fitz, the man who tackled him. But that just became, I'm going to put this in the air. Daniel Bilberry's going to say I'm better than you. Catch made. Yeah, just throw it down there and let Daniel Bilberry go get it. That's he ran under that. Like. So much air was put on that. Daniel Bilberry got to just run under the football. Oh, good job there by Brody. Good pass. Good job by Daniel. Identifying where the ball was. Kind of had to go back toward the middle, but it's perfect throw by Brody. 2.53 to go. Clock ticking down. It's first and goal from the Upperman 9 now for the L.A. offense. Coffee in the gun. Bowls directly behind him. Three wide receivers this time to the right, and Bilberry alone on the left. Motions bowls to his left hip. Takes a shotgun snap. Looking. Finds a man in Jake Hughes. Hughes down at the two. Maybe got down to the one. Good second effort there. But Jake, I thought he got in there for a second, but he got inside the one. Inside the one-yard line. Hughes using that very physical frame to get down to the one-yard line. And now they're going to run the jumbo package out. Right, run it right at him right here. Not had a great lot of success, but if you can get this in with the jumbo package, if you can get this in for a touchdown, that's a huge confidence boost for this offense right here. 2.05 and ticking. It'll be under two minutes before Brody Coffey reaches the huddle. Second and goal from the one-yard line, 14-0. The Wildcats trail the Bees, but they are not just knocking on the door. Looks as if they're about to kick it clean down. Got to get a good push here by the offensive line. And, and they jumped. Outside. L.A. jumped. Had the jumbo package in. Not everybody felt like they knew the count, and it's a false start. L.A. backed up. That is a killer right there. And now the jumbo package won't get to stay on the field. Got to try the athletes back out there because 
They understand wholeheartedly you're not going to jumbo it from the six. Still great opportunity right here. You can't get down on yourself. Yeah, you made a dumb penalty, but hey, get it, get that five yards back. Get back to the one-yard line right here and then put the jumbo package in and run it down the throat. And keep in mind, folks, we've talked this whole game about how Upperman has declined penalties to get rid of a down. They didn't that time. They're gonna they're gonna send you back to the six. So you do have two downs here. It is second and goal from the six yard line. I think that's our fourth offensive penalty, and that's the first one that, that Upperman has accepted. Looks like we're gonna take a timeout right here. Clock's ticking down. Is it gonna get under a minute? It will. They're gonna let it and then call the timeout. So timeout called with under a minute to go in the first half. Wildcats knocking on the door, second and goal. But they trail the Bees 14-0 here on 101.9 AM 920. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide. Because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 58 and a half seconds to go in the first half. Wildcats have second and goal from the Upperman Six, trailing 14-0 to the Bees. And David... You know we hate to call things must-haves or gotta do it in the first half of a football game, but you have to score right here. Yeah, I mean you can you can not get a touchdown, get a field goal. No, no, no you have to get points, is what you I'm saying. Get points, yeah. You, you, you've got to get. You get down here. You've had a great drive right here. Run the clock down almost all the way to the end of the half, but you got to get. You have to get points right here. If it is a field goal, that it's a field goal. But you run the clock down and you walk away with points. Coffee in the gun. He's got a man in motion. That's Hughes. Takes the shotgun snap. He's going to do it himself. Running out to the left. He's got room. Dives to the pylon. He's in. Brody Coffee untouched into the end zone. Rolling left. 14-7 Wildcats. Good. Great job there by Brody. Great job by this left side offensive line. They sealed their man. Receiver out here blocking with a great block. I believe that was... It's JQ's in motion. I believe it was Will Brown on this side. Great block by him, and Brody just walked it into the end zone. Brody Coffee, what a job. And now the PAT attempt pending to make it 14-7 and a one-score ball game with under a minute to go in the first half. Kick is up, nearly blocked by Clayton Harris. Give Harris credit for being everywhere on the field tonight defensively, but it is up and good. Kid can't play. 14-7, the Bees now lead the Wildcats, who came up with a score with under a minute to go here at Livingston Academy. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength. 
helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. Livingston Academy Football, presented by Livingston Regional Hospital from Livingston's own 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, Livingston. The Livingston Wildcats from 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Tonight's game, sponsored by 1806 Barbecue. Be ready to leave with a full belly. 1806 Barbecue, on the square of downtown Livingston. Come by for lunch or dinner by Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress... Dylan Watson set to kick off from his own 40-yard line. Wildcats, 51 seconds to go in the first half. Now trail just 14-7. The kick is low and driving. It'll be fielded at around the 5-yard line by Bronson Turnbow. Turnbow fighting through a couple tackles at the 20, now to the 25, and he's driven back. Uh, Livingston Academy sideline trying to say they had the football, but Turnbow comes up with it, so I'm not sure what that was about. It's uh, 42 seconds to go here. Livingston's critical. They get a stop right here. You you think uh, uh, Chaffin may try a deep shot or two here, but... Upperman gets the ball, start the second half, so you definitely got to get a stop here if you're Livingston Academy. Ben, don't break. Nothing gets over my head. That's all this is. 42 seconds, prevent defense. I, you can get to the 40, the 45, I don't care. Get a first down, that's fine. Yeah. He throws the ball up in the air. You tell Daniel Bilbrey, you go get it. Exactly. Bilbrey's playing deep. He's back near the 47. They're going to throw into the flat. Catch is made, falling over, and going down at the 25 is Jaleric Cullum. And the clock will go under 35. Yeah, it looks like uh, Upperman's not taking a timeout here. I think they're just content on just getting this to halftime here. They will not have to run another play unless they choose to. 23 seconds and ticking down. Second and 10, no gainer there as the ball sits at their own 26-yard line. Yeah, Livingston's back way Looks up like they are going to run a play. Cheffin in the gun, takes the snap, gets a couple blocks, now rolls to his left, looking, throws, has a man wide open, but he overthrows him by a mile. That was Branson Turnbow, the intended target, and the only problem with that is that it will stop the clock at four and a half seconds. Yeah, I mean, he was wide open there, but you had five Livingston Academy defenders behind him there. If he makes the catch, they're tackling him right there for when the scoreboards went off. Please tell me the lights aren't going out again. The lights are not allowed to metaphorically go out in Georgia again tonight. I am not about it. The scoreboard has gone out. It has come back now. Four and a half seconds to go, so Upperman, uh, for all intents and purposes, is going to get one more play, one more shot at this. Just back up if you're Livingston Academy. Just, just uh, They've got, what, I mean, seven, eight defensive backs on the field? It uh, looks like they're just going to take a knee right here. Victory formation as Chaffin takes a snap, takes a knee, and we'll head to halftime. At the half, Upperman B's 14, your Livingston Academy Wildcats 7 on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. The Livingston Wildcats. From 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Tonight's game, sponsored by... 1806 Barbecue. Be ready to leave with a full belly. 
1806 Barbecue on the square of downtown Livingston. Come by for lunch or dinner by Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair. Maynard welcomes all insurance claims and no appointment is necessary. East Main, buy one bank, the Wildcats Bank. 120 years plus of helping local neighbors reach their financial goals. One bank can help you. Member FDIC. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it, just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center, welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair on Main Street in Livingston. Proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. Putting the family and family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare. A family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough or your daughter's ankle sprain all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare. Call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? When you work with R&M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R&M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions. Just Overton County neighbors looking out for your health. Trust R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. Consider them a part of your family because they care. This is James Green, your local Twin Lakes security sales consultant. Let's turn up your security and turn down your worry. Twin Lakes makes security simple with monitoring as low as $24.99 a month with options such as remote arm, disarm, thermostat and lighting control and security cameras. You can rest easy knowing your home is protected. Make the switch to Twin Lakes security today and we'll provide three months of free monitoring. For more information, call 528-2005 or visit us at TwinLakes.net. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. The Tier 1 Halftime Report begins now. Board-certified sports medicine physicians to get you back in action. Don't let that shoulder or knee injury keep you on the sidelines. Call Tier 1.
Welcome back. It's the Tier 1 Halftime Report on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, live from Tom Davis Memorial Stadium. It's Upperman 14, Livingston Academy 7. The Livingston Regional Game of the Week continues. Checking the Frontier Chevrolet UC Sports Nation scoreboard. (coughs) Upperman got on the board first. It was late in the first quarter. Ethan Polk took a 60-yard run for a touchdown to make it 7 nothing bees. A penalty from the run was enforced on the ensuing kickoff, which kept the Livingston Academy from answering in that moment. Clayton Harris with a 16-yard catch with 8.16 to go in the second quarter. The catch, of course, from Bronson Chafin uh, made it 14 nothing. And at that point, you thought Upperman was going to run away with this one. <coughs> Unless, of course, you got an answer from Livingston Academy. And that's what the Wildcats did just that. They took the next eight minutes nearly to go all the way down the field. A couple big-time third-down throws from Brody Coffey to Will Brown to get first downs. And ultimately, with 51 seconds left in the second quarter, Brody Coffey did it himself. A six-yard sprint out to the left, heading for the corner in the pylon. He ran in untouched to make it 14-7, and that is where we sit at the half. You can stop by the Frontier Chevrolet, Highway 111 between Cookville and Livingston when your team is ready for a new or pre-owned vehicle. This is the Tier 1 Halftime Report. Halftime Report. What makes the difference at Casa Nueva? Everything, according to customers. Wow, the food was among the best Mexican food I've ever had. Good food, good service every time. Recommend. Best food, best customer service around. Portions were huge, but so delicious, I had to finish it. No better, no fresher, no more authentic taste around. Casa Nueva in Livingston. Real, authentic, fresh. Mexican dishes cooked to order. Enjoy lunch or dinner at Casa Nueva, 840 Overton Plaza in Livingston. Casa Nueva. When it comes to plastic surgery, like a tummy tuck, Botox, liposuction, or other confidence-boosting procedure, Nelson Aesthetics is a team of highly skilled professionals offering the latest services. At Nelson Aesthetics, they believe that beauty is not just skin deep. It's about feeling confident and comfortable in your own skin. Check out customer testimonials and before and after pictures at NelsonAesthetics.com. The work speaks for itself at Nelson. Checking the first half key stats with one bank. We begin with the visitors tonight. That is the Upperman Bees. Uh, it was 45, what is that, 45, 55, 61, about 61 yards for uh, Bronson Chafin through the air on the ground. Chafin has uh, 10 yards running. Of course, the leading rusher, Ethan Polk, who had a 70-yard touchdown. That is the leading rush he leaves with 84 at the moment. Also 11 yards rushing for Cullum and about 7 for Jackson Rollins, who has yet to return to this football game. The touchdown catch was made by Elijah Fitz for the Upperman Bees. He is the lone receiver with any yardage, and he currently sits at around 60. Now for your Livingston Academy Wildcats. On the ground, it's been a hit or miss. Jackson Bowles with the lone long run of 17. He sits somewhere around 24 total. Of course, the touchdown run for six 
by Brody Coffey, and he is currently right around the 17 to 20-yard mark. Through the air, Coffey has done a pretty good job. It started off not so great. He started off on his first seven passes. He had just 20 or so yards. After that, a pass of 13, 10, 30, and 8. So as you can see, quickly turned that into right around 50 yards. Defensive penalties, it was uh, 15 yards for five penalties for 15 yards for Livingston Academy in the first half. That's a look at the stats from One Bank, the One Bank for all your financial needs. Inside LA halftime, and it's Dr. John Teeples with us, SID for Livingston Academy, an assistant principal. What has taking on that, that new role been like for you? You've been the assistant principal, but now this year kind of picking up some of those SID responsibilities. Well, it's back into the world that I know. I was uh, athletic director up at Cumberland County for about 15 years, came in here, said I'd be willing to help out wherever needed. There was some needed help uh, in athletics, and that's what I'm trying to do, whatever they need from me. What do you enjoy most about kind of getting back into what you're familiar with? Because it can be a very thankless job doing a lot of what you do. There's a lot of stuff that I just take for granted. I've developed relationships with TWSAA and some of the media over the years, especially the coaching circles and AD circles. And I think that helps uh, that I can just pick up the phone and call someone if I need to. Uh, when we had the shutdown uh at, at halftime with Watts Creek, I could just pick up the phone and call two or three from TLSAA and say, hey, how do we do this? And uh, that helped. Yeah, walk me through what that situation was like and then now subsequently what it's kind of been like dealing with White's Creek falling out, not being able to come back. Now we're going to play two football games this week. What is that whole process from the moment the lights went out to now been like? Yes, I was waiting on so I could escort the officials at halftime and a minute nine to go before half. The lights went out, looked like countywide. Uh, got them to the room, started making some phone calls, see what was happening, what our time frame was going to look like, called all the coaches together, um, got the best information. We thought we'd wait it out and see, and once it hit a certain time, we'd have to make the decision. We did, and of course, Murphy's Law, the power came back on 25 minutes later. Uh, at that point, we had agreed to make up the game on the following Monday. When Whites Creek got back, their administration said, no, we can't do that for various reasons. So we tried to work out a date. We couldn't. Uh, dates that they had didn't align with dates that we had and vice versa, so it got considered a no contest, which is basically you didn't even play the game. So in that case, we didn't want to just have nine games, so uh, Coach Hauser looked, found a s small school up in Kentucky that was looking for games, uh, decided to do that. Yes, it's back-to-back -back this weekend. Uh, it's not ideal. It is approved by TLSAA. We are working with trainers to make sure kids aren't going above the allotment. It's kind of like in baseball. They're not going above their pitch count. Uh, so they're not going to have to deal with that part. Um, we're just trying to get these kids the opportunities. And uh, 
rescheduling that has been in, uh, interesting. I've talked to someone from the Tennessee and this morning that was calling going, what are you thinking going back to back? And you explain the situation. It is a school, I would say, similar to maybe a Pickett County. They dropped football for a couple years. They're bringing it back. A lot of enthusiasm to bring it back, but it's still a small school. Um, so, Will it? It'll be a varsity game, but I suspect JV players may uh, spend most of the time in it. Doctor John Teeples with us here at halftime on Inside LA. I'm Colin Castleberry on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. The second half in minutes. This. Is the Tier 1 Halftime Report. Your dream recreational vehicle is waiting at Norris Supercycle. Whether it's an ATV, a UTV, or a bike, Norris Supercycle has it. Their extensive selection features used models from top brands like Polaris, Bobcat, and Suzuki. Dreaming of a yard cut with pride and precision? Norris is ready to help with Bobcat zero-turn mowers and more. Start your journey online at NorrisSupercycle.net or visit the showroom in Rickman between Cookville and Livingston on Highway 111. Norris Supercycle, a guaranteed good time. Work or play. Norris Supercycle.net. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best trained, caring pros to serve you. As the next Titans game approaches, we look at the storylines ahead. It's Titans Preview with game day host Rhett Bryan and Titans Radio's head coach Dave McGinnis. It is week one and the Titans are heading to the Crescent City to take on the New Orleans Saints at the Caesars Superdome. Coverage right here on Titans Radio begins Sunday morning at 11 Central, noon Eastern with Farm Bureau Health Plan's Titans Countdown and then kickoff at noon Central, 1 o'clock Eastern with the voice of the Titans, Mike Keith, and the star of Titans Preview, Coach Dave McGinnis. Coach Mack, we've finally gotten here. And the biggest thing that uh, I think is to get started with is just one of the storylines of the many storylines we'll be following here in week one is this offensive line against their defensive front. The offensive line is now set left to right and just kind of where this thing begins and what it ends up looking like. Yeah, Red, and that's going to be very, very important. I mean, to start the season off in your season openers, you can you can study tape, you know, as a coaching staff and then present it to your squad and think you know what your opponent's going to do, but you never really do because it's the opener, you know, for both of them. Three, you know, three preseason games, everybody approaches the preseason a little different, but we've known this offensive line is a has been a work in progress. It uh, you know, it got got a little bit of a setback with with NPF being uh, suspended for six games. And so they had to readjust that going into training camp, and they've made that adjustment. And, and you know, through three preseason games, they've played a lot of snaps together. But still, we've got to find out, you know, in, in real-life situations. And this defensive front, as you said, for New Orleans, is a, is a big defensive front. It's an experienced defensive front with a really nice rookie that I think is going to be a good swing guy for them uh, out of Clemson. 
Brian Brissee. And so it's a test. This is a this is a big test. I'm excited about it. I know that you are. But uh, the anticipation, uh, this is my 38th straight season in the National Football League, Rhett, and the anticipation for the first real game of the season never, ever gets any different. It's always exciting. And, you know, we always talk about the words like gelling together, the cohesiveness. That's usually a tight unit, one of the tightest position groups in a locker room. And one of the signs to me that things are going well in terms of getting along and doing their things together, when they named seven team captains earlier this week, and they named, obviously, um, Ryan Tannehill, Kevin Byer, Derek Henry, Jeffrey Simmons, who are all multiple-year, multiple-time team captains. But there was a couple of first-team or first-time team captains in this, and one of them is Aaron Brewer, the center of this thing, who has become a leader in this thing, and which tells me he's one of the leaders, if not the leader of the offensive line. Well, your center, that's a good thing to be. I mean, he's got uh, uh, big cleats to fill, you know, from Ben Jones, because Ben Jones was absolutely that leader, you know, on the offensive line. And the center position, normally that, that's where your leader comes from because he's responsible for a lot of things. He's responsible for resetting uh, protections. He's responsible for identifying fronts. He's responsible with the quarterback of getting in and out of the right uh, situations as you come to the line of scrimmage. And so uh, he is, he has taken that mantle upon himself and and that's that's respect from your teammates because the the captains i mean all the captainship that i've ever been involved in when i was a coach for 31 years it, it was voted on it's voted on by the team and so it, it's a it's respect from your peers but respect from your peers and the national football league locker room Rhett, as you well know because you've been in a lot of them has to be earned all right and you we mentioned their front a moment ago and you mentioned the rookie from Clemson, the Saints defensive tackle, Brian Brissy, who probably won't start in this, but we're going to see a lot of him. They have a big physical front when we're talking about Dennis Allen and, and Joe Woods defense in this deal. Um, you know, just running through the list here, Carl Granderson and Cam Jordan, 115 career sacks, uh, eight-time Pro Bowler, Peyton Turner, um, also rookie Isaiah Foskey from Notre Dame, Tano Passanio, the former Kansas City Chief, all these guys are six five plus, big physical trees up front. Well, yeah, that, that's what they. This is a four three defense, and you know, and and, and Dennis Allen uh, is a Greg Williams protege. This is a it's a four three defense. They like to rush and they like to cover rush with four and cover with seven, and they've got big dudes because they're going to play the run. There are a lot of times that they'll play the run. They'll drop safeties down for an eight man front, but a lot of times they play it out of a seven man front just because of the size. Of their, of their defensive front. So we talked about earlier on, just, you know, earlier in this segment about the challenge for the offensive line. You've just pointed out why it is. And it's also, a, it, it's a veteran, it's a veteran group up there. I mean, this, I, I think uh, the New Orleans Saints have seven or eight players at least 30 years old. They're one of the older teams in the league, experienced teams in the league. And so, and this defensive front, it, it's the, it is the bell cow of what they're doing defensively. And in the middle, the tackling machine is the veteran Demario Davis at middle linebacker. He's winged by both Pete Werner and Zach Bond. But there's big, tall corners and safeties in this secondary for the Saints. Regardless of whether Marshawn Lattimore plays or not, uh, he, Paulson Adebo, Marcus May at safety, uh, Alante Taylor from the University of Tennessee, and, and Teron Matthew, the Honey Badgers, 5'9". But the rest of those guys are six foot, six one, six two, large guys back there. So the challenge is that the passing 
offense for the Titans with all involved has challenges ahead of them as well. Well, sure. I mean, it's going to be a challenge uh, taking on this defense because they're strong, as you just said, at all three levels. And we talk about levels, the, the people up front, the people at the second level, which is headed by DeMario Davis, and then the back end. And they've got a good back end. And, and as you said, they've all got length except for the Honey Badger, and he probably finds the ball more than anybody back there. So it's going to be a big, big challenge for our, for our offense coming out of the gate against this defense, especially down there at home in the Dome. Because they, when the defense plays down there, I've coached down there for several times throughout my years in the National Football League and have broadcast games down there also. It's loud. It's really loud, and it's loud from start to finish. There he is. You'll hear him and the voice of the Titans, Mike Keith. That is Coach Dave McGinnis. They have the call of Titans and Saints, regular season week one for your Tennessee Titans in the Caesars Superdome in New Orleans. They will have that kickoff call at noon central, 1 o'clock Eastern. But it all starts at 11 central, noon Eastern with Farm Bureau Health Plan's Titans Countdown. Myself, Amy Wells, Brad Willis, Coach Mack, um, also Ramon Foster. All of us will be there ready to bring the coverage to you. We uh, hope you have a great weekend. Let's go with uh, some good Titans action in week one, Titans and Saints. And uh, thank you all for listening to Titans Preview. coverage continues powered by tier one every team loves to win and the new management team at frontier chevrolet is ready to help your home team score whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase find the best deal on your next vehicle and on the spot financing with the frontier chevrolet team from financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle all the bases are covered with frontier tahoe silverado or equinox the fleet is waiting at frontier chevrolet just off highway 111 near livingston frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? When you work with R&M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R&M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions. Just Overton County neighbors looking out for your health. Trust R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. Consider them a part of your family because they care. Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity, exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 126 PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers end September 30th. I am Peyton Garrett, physical therapist at the Physical Medicine Center. Our goal is to get you back to work, back to play, and back to life. And I'm Jay Hewitt, physical therapist, and I know therapy can be tough, and the process can truly be hard at times. But we will be there with you through it all and celebrate with you when goals are met. Want to get back to playing the sports you love or just doing your everyday home activities? We can help. The Physical Medicine Center of the Cumberlands, located on the bypass in Livingston. What matters is you and you living your best life. The Wildcats play here. Presented by Livingston Regional. Be well. Live well. Neighbors here for your health. Livingston Regional. 
Hey, scores from around the rest of the UC. Starting here, it's 14-7. Bees leading the Wildcats as we get set for the second half kickoff. Elsewhere at the half, York leading, uh, excuse me, Bledsoe leading York 17-14. Clay and Monterey tied up at seven apiece. Stone Memorial leading White County 14-6. And Lebanon 13-3 over Cookville. Might have just gone to 20-3. A very recent update there, possibly. David Ledbetter, uh, look, we're going to be real quick, but a lot of positivity. Question is, can you play in the second half? Yeah, we seen last week we didn't play very well in the second half. You can play, put two halves together right here. This first drive here by Upperman, they get the ball first. This first drive's key right here. Libby's can get a stop, maybe go down, get some points right here. You, Upperman, you got to think, you know, they're going to, hey, we're supposed to blow them out here, and here you're looking at it's 14-7 at half, so. Yeah, we got an update. You heard Dr. Teeple's with us during halftime. We got an update from him as well. Said he heard the Upperman players, coaches, and everybody heading into their locker room at the half. He said it was not a very happy bunch of people, and I don't blame them. They did not see this one coming as this is booted, booted all the way back into the end zone, and it will be a touchback. They will not allow Branson Turnbow to return this football. Upperman will take over at their own 20. Good shot, good, good kickoff there by Watson. He's got such a strong leg, and it's a good job making them start at their own 25 right here, not giving them a chance to return it. So the Upperman offense marching back out after putting up 14 points in the first half. You talk with head coach Adam Kane, they've really struggled in second halves as well offensively. They've put up majority of their points in their previous three games in the first half including Macon County, where they held Macon County scoreless the entire game, but they did not score in the second half, did Upperman either. Chafin in the gun, fakes the handoff, throws across the middle, hits his wide receiver on a slant. That's Bronson Turnbow, and Turnbow with an immediate first down catch down to the 35. Good job there. Uh, Fake the handoff inside by Chaffin there. Looks like they got an offensive lineman limping here. He's up. He's hobbling. He is, he is up and, and hobbling back into that huddle. I'm not sure entirely. Are they going to let him keep going? He is. St- he's in this huddle, and the refs have not blown a whistle. So uh, he uh, he thinks he can go. It's the center. So he's going to roll up there. I believe that is Zeke Unger, the center, who will look to snap back, and let's see if he can uphold the block. He can, as this one's right down the middle behind him. That is Ethan Polk, and Polk bursts through the hole for an eight-yard game. Yeah, that's a good, good job there by Hawk. He hit the, he hit the hole hard right there. Coming he right hit up it the middle. very hard. Your Livingston Regional Game of the Week on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Chafin back out there at quarterback. He has a passing touchdown in the first, and Polk has a rushing touchdown in the first half. 14-7, the lead for the Upperman Bees with 10.45 to go in the third quarter. It's second and two from their own 43. Chafin in the gun again, hands the ball off again, bursting through the hole again, and for the first down and more through several tackles, All the way to the opposing 35, that is Ethan Polk again. And Polk, uh, 5'10", 185 pounds, that's a bowling ball. Yeah, he he hit that one, same thing, same play, just right up the gut. uh, And linebackers kind of got out out in space there, and he just right up the middle and uh, run over a couple of safeties before they shoestring tackled him there. 
Upperman defense has got to buck up a little bit here as Upperman, or excuse me, the L.A. defense has got to buck up a little bit here facing the Upperman offense, chafing in the gun again. And another handoff to Paul, and another burst through the hole, this time only a gain of about five to the 30. Looks like they're pretty content to run that one. They've gained uh, 34 yards in three plays, so why change it? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's it. 9.40 and ticking down to go, and the Upperman offense is sure not broke. It is fixing all of their problems from the first half. Three plays, 35-plus yards, (coughs) and with under nine and a half to go, here's Schaefer in the gun again. Paul in the backfield, a wide receiver to either side. And two tight ends in front of him. This time Chafin pulls it and keeps it himself. And he will be denied the first down, but he does pick up about three. A good tackle there by what looked like Drew Goolsby. Yeah, it looked like uh, John Geis, the defensive end there, come hobbling off the field after that last play. I don't look like they're looking at his shoulder maybe, maybe a stinger or something. It seemed down there with the trainer. Either way, a good job by Goolsby to at least force third down. And 8.50 and under now, the 8.50 mark. Third and four from the L.A. 28 for the Upperman offense. Upperman fakes the handoff. Chafin throws underneath, finds a man. And that is the man who's been all over the field defensively. That's uh, Clayton Harris, who actually makes the catch there for the first down and more, gets inside the 10. Yeah, it's, uh, he just... Lined up a tight end, slipped out in the flat there. Nobody around him, and he run over. It looked like Will Brown over there. He's a tank coming down the field, especially when he gets a full head of steam like that. 6'3", 230, and he looks every bit of both. Eight and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. Bees are driving here on the opening drive of the third quarter. First and goal from the nine. And we've got a whistle here by the near side official not seeing any kind of indication of a timeout or anything else what is he pointing at he's pointing at something Bilbrey he's pointing at Daniel Bilbrey and I think they're going to force Bilbrey to come off the field for something is it like an equipment violation or something uh, not entirely sure maybe did he, I would say did he come up a bit limp or something but if that's the case then why didn't you force Upperman center off the field Chafin takes the shotgun snap, hands off. Paul keeps those legs under him and falls forward for a gain of five. (coughs) Very interesting there. Bilbrey still on the sideline, not going to get ran back out there on this play. Not sure what's going on with that. Either way, it's second and goal from the four for the Upperman offense. Chafin again in the gun. A wide receiver to either side, and a tight end on either side of the line. He's got a running back on his right hip. Turns, hands the ball off. Polk again, behind the blockers, into the end zone, untouched. Touchdown, Upperman, on the opening drive of the third quarter. Just followed his big number 61 there. That's the center. Yeah, he he come up limp after that first play, but, boy, he is. He's put on some... Some nice blocks as the rest of this drive there. They just followed him right into the end zone. So 7.55 to go, and the kick will go up momentarily. It is up, and it is good. Make it 21-7. 
The Bees now lead the Wildcats after an opening drive of the third quarter. Hi, this is Marvin Long, your Twin Lakes Business Solutions Consultant. Our area is home to one of the nation's most advanced broadband networks. That's right, Twin Lakes 10-gig fiber optic network offers the fastest and most reliable broadband service available today. Whether it's for your home or business, our 10-gig broadband service is the fastest way to connect. Give me a call today at 931-476-2151 or visit us online at TwinLakes.net. Turn it up to 10-gig. Well, 21-7 now, as Daniel Bilbury will be back to receive the kick, standing next to Caden Weitzel. But that's exactly what you didn't want to do if you were the L.A. Wildcats. Give up an opening drive score. Ain't nothing fancy about that drive. Just hand the ball off. They made one pass play down here to to Harris. Picked up about 16 yards, but the rest of it would just run it right up the gut. The kick. Subsequently coming now from Sebastian Stanfill. A driving kick that will be fielded by Weitzel at the 6. Weitzel at the 10, the 15, the 20. Couldn't find a hole. And he's immediately taken down at the 19. If you're Livingston right here, just hey, answer their score. You know, kind of you wanted to get a stop there coming out of out of half. You didn't. They scored their touchdown. Now, hey, you, you had a nice drive there to end the first half yourself. Now, come back down and, and answer their score right here. See if any offensive adjustments were made by the Wildcats, who clearly found some success on that final drive of the first half. 7.49 to go in the third quarter. They'll have it first and 10 from their own 19. Coffee in the gun with Bowles in the backfield. Two wide receivers left and two wide receivers right. Play clock under five. Snap will get off. Coffee turns, hands to Bowles. No, he keeps it himself. He's at the 15. Picks up a block at the 20. Avoids a couple guys and is forced out of bounds at the 22. A gain of three for Brody Coffee. That's a good job by Brody of pulling that ball. If he had handed that off, it was going to be tackled in the back. But Bowles is going to be tackled for a loss of about three. And Brody just pulled it and come around the right side there. Good job by Brody of keeping it. Brody getting the call on the sideline from head coach Matt and Hauser. Clock. Now goes under 30 seconds, and that's when they'll run him out there. 7.15 to go in the third quarter. It's second and six from their own 23 for the Wildcats. Send three wide receivers to the far side left. They are Weitzel, I believe Weitzel, Hughes, and uh, Bilberry. As Brody Coffey keeps himself, avoids a couple would-be tacklers. And finds himself past the 25 to the 30. And that is a first down Livingston Academy. Back-to-back rushes there by Brody. Good job there. A little quarterback draw. Let them defensive ends crash up. And they just run right right where they left. LA LA doing a good job to do what Tennessee does a really good job of at the college level. They're just really spreading Upperman out, opening up a lot of those run lanes. Yeah, and those defensive ends, like we said all night, they they flash hard and they get around the outside hard, and then Brody just cut right back where they were, where they left spot they left. Two wideouts to either side. Coffee in the gun. He's got Bowles, who he motions to his left hip. He'll take the shotgun snap and drop back, looking in the flat. It's blocked, tipped past there 
by who you guessed it, Clayton Harris coming off the edge. Well, he's a he is a stud football player. He he just looks like a football player. He looks like somebody you'd be watching on Saturdays. He's a good looking athlete. Reminds me a lot of speaking of Tennessee, wears the same number. In fact, reminds me a lot of Tyler Barrett. Yeah. Looks yeah. a whole lot like him. Yeah, he's he's athletic, quick. He's a good looking athlete. Six fourteen to go, third quarter, twenty one to seven. The Wildcats are trailing the Bees. It's second and ten after the tip pass at their own 31. Bowles will motion to the right hip as they bring Hughes in motion. Hand off to Hughes in motion on the jet sweep. He avoids the tackle from Clayton Harris, who was immediately in the backfield. But Harris slowed him down enough that a cluster of Bees came in to clean it up, including Evan Briggs, who ultimately will get credited with the tackle. Yeah, they tried the little... Wide receiver sweep right there with Jake, but uh, uh, Clayton Harris just all over the place. He just great penetration right there, and he just he didn't make the tackle, but he stopped stopped Jake where he was, and Jake had to turn it up. They made the tackle for a loss of three. A loss of three yards makes it third and fourteen actually from their own twenty-seven. So wide receivers Will Brown solo out to the right, and three guys out to the left. Coffee in the gun. He gestures Bowles to his right hip, now brings him back to his left. Coffey takes a shotgun snap. He's going to drop back. He's going to be under pressure. Now he's just going to take off, avoids a tackle at the 30, and then at the 32, he's ripped down, but I think we're going to get a face mask on Theo Brown. Yeah, it looked like he got him up high there. Well, he definitely did get him up high. Oh, they're going, they call it targeting. They're targeting. They're calling targeting on Theo Brown. Head-to-head contact. Personal foul on Theo Brown. And this is what's interesting to me, folks. And I don't obviously I don't want to see Theo Brown out of this game at all. I want everybody to play. But why, at the high school level, can you get called for targeting and stay in a football game? But at the Division One college level, if I call you for targeting, you're out. I don't understand that. Like that's I, mean, I understand protecting players. Yeah, 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 for sure. Listen, protect players, and honestly, I'm on the side of letting the guy, unless it was egregious, stay in the ball game. I want to watch everybody play football, but that just doesn't make sense to me. Five minutes to go. Either way, it's now first and ten for the Livingston Academy offense at their 46. Coffey takes the snap, hands off to Trey Coleman, who is immediately met in the backfield by none other than Clayton Harris, who's also joined by uh, Eli Bullock. Clayton Harris is in the backfield every single play. We're having a hard time blocking him. It's every play he's in the backfield. Well, David, I think you'd have a hard time blocking him, <laughs> if I'm honest with you. I'd have a hard time blocking this pin right now. I mean, that is a grown that's a grown man out there playing high school football. A lot of people are going to struggle to block him this year. I don't care who you are. 4.20 to go in the third quarter, second and 12 from their own 44 for the L.A. offense, who trails 21-7, but they're putting together a bit of a drive. Weitzel, Bilbury, and Hughes will be out to the right, alone on the left, or on the right. You know what I'm trying to say. Flag in the backfield. I flipped my directions there. The three were out to the left. Brown was alone on the right. It doesn't matter because it's going to be delay of game on Livingston Academy. So we go from second and 12 after a two-yard loss to second and 17 for the Livingston Academy offense. 
just continue to get ourselves behind the sticks here. Yeah, the, maybe the one, maybe the one little positive is uh, that's not a penalty you get to decide. Yeah. So Upperman can't decline it and take the down away. It'll be second and seventeen regardless. There's no question involved. Three wide receivers again, same guys out to the left. Brown alone on the right. Puts Trey Coleman on his right hip, does coffee, drops back. Not under pressure, throws across the middle and just misses Jake Hughes. Led Hughes a little too much. And Jackson Rollins, the man in coverage there. So good to see him back out there at the safety position. That was a good throw and a good route there by Jake. Brody just led him just a hair too much. If Brody catch, or if Jake catches that in stride, he's in the end zone right now. He was behind the safety. Well, nonetheless, an incomplete pass makes it third and 17 from their own 39-yard line. Let's see what the L.A. offense goes to here on third and extremely long. 3.56 to go in the third. Better find somebody to block number nine for Upperman. He'll be on Brody's back quick. Coffee in the gun. Puts Coleman on his right hip. Now moves him back to his left. He's got three wide receivers to his left. Puts uh, Coleman in motion out into the flat. And now Coffee takes off and avoids the first couple tacklers. He's up the field to the original line of scrimmage and then passed it to the 45. And he'll go down at the 46 and a half. Not nearly enough for the first down, but does make it fourth and about eight. Yeah, he's got a decision here by Coach Hauser. Right at midfield, so. Down 21-7, 3.20 to go in the third. It's fourth and eight. What would you do? Well, first of all, I think I'm going to try to go on a hard count and see if I can get up and uh, jump off sides first thing. Upperman's defense is very disciplined. But you go hard count right here, you might get them to jump. You got fourth and, what, two or three right here, then you can take your shot. It'll be an empty backfield. Empty set here. Coffee alone back there. Has three guys to his right, one to his left in Bilbury. And now I believe we're going to get a timeout by L.A. They want to talk about it, play and I don't clock. blame them. Yeah, play clock was down to two right there. Play clock got down to two, and so now we're going to have a conversation. 2.52 to go in the third, fourth and eight as the Bees lead 21-7. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, Trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. The Livingston Regional Game of the Week, 101.9 AM 920. And after the mishap with the play clock and having to call the timeout, they will trot the punt team out there. Will Livingston Academy, Dylan Watson, back to punt. The man heading back to receive it for Upperman is Carmine Phillips. That's a good decision there by Coach Hauser. You're on side of the 50 right here, fourth and eight. Uh, Punt it, let's see if the defense can get a stop. Watson back to receive the snap. Gets it off, and Carmine will call for a fair catch inside his own 20. And Upperman will begin this at their own 18-yard line. 
Good kick there by Dylan Watson. 2.46 to go in the third. And the Bees lead 21-7. First and 10 from their own 17. Feels like a big, big drive here for the Livingston Academy defense. Yeah, this is a... Two minutes to go in a two and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. You don't say this is a must stop right here, but it's down twenty-one to seven. Offense has made move the ball a little bit, but defense needs to get a stop right here. Shotgun snap to the quarterback. It finds the running back Paul. Paul forward to the twenty for a gain of three. Good job there, but Lincoln Academy defense, they closed that hole up pretty quick right there. Just kind of clogged everything up right there with the defensive lineman. Linebackers come in and make the tackle. Upperman second and seven from their own 20 with under two minutes and 20 seconds to go in the third. They lead by two scores, 21 to seven here at Livingston Academy. Geist is back out on the field for Livingston Academy defensive end. Good to see that. Chafin in the gun, hands off again. Polk again. This time he's going to spin his way all the way to a first down. What a job there by Polk to battle through uh, first and second, maybe even third contact. Finds himself at the Upperman 29, and it's first down Bs. Good strong run right there. He broke a couple tackles, then he dragged the defender for about three yards to pick up that first down. Upperman now with first and 10 and under two minutes to go at their own 29. Chafin again in the gun with Polk on his left hip. Have a tight end on the right side of the formation and two wide receivers to that same side. He drops back. He's looking into the flat to the left. Finds a man who is immediately bottled up by a couple of Wildcats. Those are Brody's story or Braden's story and Trey Coleman. I've done that several times. I've Apologize to Braden and Brody both. I've called them by each other's names. It's a good tackle right there. Just to pick up of what, four right there, they call it? Yep. We'll call it four. Good open field tackle there. One ten to go in the third quarter. Second and six from the Upperman. 33 for the Bees offense. 21-7 the Bees leading the L.A. Wildcats. Bot snap. Chafin picks it up. He's going to be in panic mode, and he lost it again, and Livingston falls on it. Bad snap. <laughs> Bad snap. Chafin picks it up, panics, doesn't get a pass off, and it is recovered by Big 66, Kanan Williamson. Good job. Good pressure right there by Livingston Academy. It looked like he was going to try to throw a deep. Livingston Academy had three defenders in the backfield. He just dropped First hit, lost the ball, he picked it up, tried to throw it, and just lost it again. Good job there by the defense. So now the Livingston Academy offense with a chance to do what DeKalb County did to them several times last week, take advantage of a massive mistake by the offense. Yeah, got to capitalize on that. You got the ball at, your, at the upper mid-15-yard line. Got to capitalize right here. Parrott, Hughes, and Bilbury out to the left. It's a low snap now to Coffee. He's just got to pick it up and run, and he might have a gap. He's at the 15, the 10, run out at the 9. And unlike the opposing quarterback, Brody Coffee picks up a bad snap and turns it into major positivity. Yeah, I don't even think he was looking right there. He was looking out at his receivers. The ball snapped at his feet. He just picked it up, took off around the right side there, picked up seven yards. Good job there, but Brody. 40 and a half, and that, folks, 
I mean, no, I mean nothing about Chafin, but that's the difference between a senior and a sophomore. Exactly. exactly. That's the difference between a senior and a sophomore at the quarterback position. Brody didn't panic there. He just picked it up and got what he could get out of it, made a nice seven-yard game. So now again, Bilberry, Hughes, Parrott out to the left, Brown alone on the right, shotgun snap to Coffee. He's going to hand off to Bowles. Bowles found a hole, found the end zone. Jackson Bowles planted that right foot in the ground, drove himself up the middle, and he finds the end zone to make it a one-score game again for the Wildcats. Great job there to Livingston County, the offensive line. Huge hole for Bowles to run through right there. Hey, Livingston's got a little momentum right here. Big extra point here by Dylan Watts. Kick is up and the kick is good. That'll make it 21-14 with 35 and a half to go in the third. The Wildcats now down by just a score. the last time you had some really good barbecue. Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. 21 to 14 after a bees fumble and the wildcats capitalized to make it a one score game and folks i'm telling you right now 35.7 seconds to go in the third quarter upperman did not see this coming no they kind of pointing fingers a little bit over on the sidelines they're kind of i don't know if livingston get a stop right here we get really interesting a great kick by Watson is going to be low and bouncing. Fielded at the 10, at the 15, at the 20, and he's met by several Wildcats. Gage Hoffman, the man who finally just, I mean, ripped him down at the 20. It was a return by Branson Turnbow. Slips Academy defense is fired up right now. They can get a stop right here. Hey, they should be, right? This, exactly. is, where you, this is where you're looking at them going, hey, guys. 28 seconds to go in the third. We're in a ball game with Upperman. Exactly. Upperman come in here and thought, you know, hey, and, and most people did. Most people oh, listen, thought, a lot hey, of this is going to be a, a lot of people thought we'd be, point we're, we're at a running clock right now. There are a lot of people who thought we're we're in a running clock at this moment. Hey, End of the third quarter. Here, it's there's they didn't even get to the huddle yet. There's 10 seconds on the play clock. Upperman's a little bit out of sorts right here. Chafin, the sophomore, is going to have to try to bounce back from a mistake. Can he do it? Gets the snap off, the handoff to the running back, and he is immediately bottled up for a gain of maybe two. That's Jaleric Cullum. And the man who made the tackle, I'm going to say, is Drew Goolsby because he was fired up in the backfield. Good job of the defensive line and linebackers right there. 
I think that's going to be the last play of the quarter. Last play of the third quarter indeed. So we will head to the fourth quarter here at Tom Davis Memorial Stadium with the Wildcats down just 21-14 to the Upperman Bees. Putting the family and family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare. A family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough. <laughs> or your daughter's ankle sprain, all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare, call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician. Livingston Family Healthcare. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. To start the fourth quarter, upper men will have it. It's second and eight from their own 22. 21-14, the Bees leading. A stacked wide receiver set out far to the right. The sophomore chafing in the gun. Takes the snap. Rolls to his right. He's under pressure. Avoids a tackler. Throws into the flat to the running back. And he is gang tackled. Started by Jackson Bowles. That is Cullum again who gets maybe two or three on the dump off pass. Yeah, good job. Defensive line right there. Got pressure. Forced him out of the pocket. Cornerback come up to make the tackle. He dumped it right over the top of him. But safety's right there to make the tackle. Huge third down right here for Livingston Academy. Huge third down. 11 and a half minutes to go. Now under that, third and seven for the Upperman offense. Ball on the 23 of Upperman. See if we can get pressure right here again. Chafin takes it. Hands off. Cullum gets a hole. But he's taken down. Cullum thought he was going to cut up field. Braden Story with an incredible open field tackle. Kept the shoulders square, met him, and brought him down. It's a good tackle right there. Open field, like you said, open field tackle. Looks like Upperman, are they? Uh, fourth and two, I oh, think. They're going to go for it right here. They're on 29-yard line. Fourth and one. They think they can run for it. And I'll be honest, they've had a lot of success tonight, so I don't necessarily blame the thought that they think they can. But here's a big one. Fourth and one. Chafin in the gun. In the backfield with him is Paul, who does have two touchdowns today on the ground. Don't jump off sides for your Livingston Academy. Right L.A. Here. looking to get violent, and Chafin is just going to use that big body, and he'll fall forward to the 35. That's a good run there by Chafin. Just followed his right guard and right tackle right there for a game of about seven. Livingston Academy coaches and everybody still fired up. Right? It should be. It's a first down, yes, but we're not giving up a big play. You know, you want something. Right now, if you're Livingston Academy, you've got you've got a little bit of momentum. You just don't want to give up a huge play right here. Hey, bend but don't break right here. Under 10 minutes to go now as Chafin sits in the gun. Two wide receivers to his left, nobody out to the right. Takes a shotgun snap. Hands off Paul. Paul is gang tackled again, and it's begun by Drew Goolsby. Helped out. But helping Goolsby out is Seth Smith. Goolsby's played a 
heck of a football game. He's been in on a lot of tackles tonight. I don't have the official tackle stats, but he has been in on a lot of them. Gage Hoffman jumping up and down. Maybe a little bit crampy, a little bit of an ankle. I don't know, but he is he's staying out there because, folks, I'm not sure you can take him or anybody else off the field right uh, now. Some of these some of these seniors, some of these juniors that's been in this position that's that's not had to experience this in the last couple of years, they're not coming off the field right now. 9.15 to go. Ball to Chafin. Shotgun snap, hands off Paul. Paul now going to break a few tackles at the 40. 45-50. Inside pass the 50 to the opposing 46. 45, in fact, another first down, and that's the first big one on this drive that's broken for Upperman. Yeah, they just come off the right side right there. Livingston Academy linebacker uh, Seth Smith was on this side, just kind of got sealed off right there and trying to make the tackle, but good run there by good run there by Paul. Chafin in the gun. He'll have Paul in the backfield. They're going to send a wide receiver, Cam Bush, out wide to the right, two to his left. One will be inside the hash marks. It's a direct snap to Chafin, who just sprints out to the left, and Gage Hoffman, in pursuit, brings him down for a gain of maybe two. Yeah, it looks like he picked up a couple there, but good job, Lixon Academy defense, stringing it out toward the sideline. Only picked up one yard right there, and he's an athlete. I mean, he's, he's got speed, but Lixon Academy strung it out and just cleaned it up there. Well, give Hoffman credit. He's the On that play, he's the backside D-end, yeah. so he came all the way around to make that tackle. 8.09 to go in the fourth quarter. Second and nine from the Upperman 44. This is not the ball game anyone thought we'd have, but, folks, it's a good one. Chafin, the handoff, Paul. Paul, a burst through the hole again, and he finds himself past the 40, past the 35, to the 32, and Upperman is just going back to their bread and butter. Yeah, that's what's, that's what's been successful for them on all their scoring drives. It's just Paul right up the gut there, and, and, and we've seen it twice on this drive. Two big runs of 15 and 16 by Paul for first downs. 7.45 to go in the fourth quarter. Bees are driving, 21-14. Approaching a time where L.A. has to come up with a zero-point stop. Cannot go down by two scores as we tick under seven and a half. Chafin takes the snap, a handoff Cullum. Cullum's met in the backfield. Brought down maybe at the line of scrimmage by Seth Smith. Great tackle there by Seth Smith. He put his face mask right in the gut of Cullum and just drove him down for no gain there. And like so many other games this year, it's starting to feel like Upperman and Polk is the man who's going to beat you. Yeah, I think it. I think they did. They just took him out of that for that play right there, but he's back in there now. I, I, I say we'll see a steady dose of Polk right here. 6.55 and ticking down. Polk in the backfield with Chafin. Going to have a tight end on that right side as well as Polk on the right hip. Chafin takes a snap. It's going to be a direct snap, and he'll run, and he's brought down again. John Geist, the man, a part of a cluster with Bowles, Hoffman, and even uh, Trey Coleman getting in on that tackle and it is third and nine for the upperman offense chafin tried to get the ball around the outside there wanted to go outside with it hoffman with a good job of making him cut it back up and uh, seth smith there to clean up the tackle update he did get a yard so third and eight from the la 30 chafin in the gun 6 12 to go 
Chafin doesn't like something. Looking to the sideline. Play clock at under 12. Livingston's going to blitz right here. Chafin in the gun again. He's got Polk on his right hip. Takes a shotgun snap. Hands off Polk. Polk, is he going to get the first down? He is and more. Finds himself past the 30, the 20, and inside to the 16. And Polk does it again. Yeah, another 15-yard gain there by Polk. And for... Old school people that might be listening, that looked like Larry Zonka right there, the old running back for the Dolphins. I mean, he was dragging defenders, about to go down, gets back up, just dragging defenders down the field. He's a strong runner. There at the end, thought his jersey was going to come off because somebody had a – it was three yards of jersey. Somebody had a hold of it. Chafin in the gun again, under five and a half, ticks to go. Hands off to the man, Paul Paul. Another burst through the hole, and even though Trey Coleman kind of met him at the point of attack, still ends up being about a four-yard gain. Yeah, Paul is, Paul's getting close to 200 yards rushing tonight. He had that 70-yard touchdown in the first half, and second half he's got runs of 8, 22, 16, 15, 15, and, and then a bunch of fives and six-yard runs. So he's getting close to 200 yards rushing. Chafing in the gun, and looks like it's going to be Cullum in the backfield with him. So Paul cannot on the field for this particular play. And a timeout now taken by Livingston Academy. 4.51 to go in the fourth quarter. It is second and four from their own, from the LA 10 for the Upperman offense. They lead 21-14. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Livingston Academy Football, presented by Livingston Regional Hospital, from Livingston's own, 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, Livingston. Twenty-one fourteen, the Bees lead the Wildcats with 4.51 to go in the fourth quarter. One Bank is proud to be the One Bank for Wildcat fans. Visit your Livingston One Bank location and open an account today. One Bank, the One Bank for Wildcat fans. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. 4.51 to go. Second and four from the LA 10 for the Upperman offense. And Cullum is out there again on the hip of Chafin. The handoff Cullum bursting through the hole himself. And he gets inside the five to the four. I believe that'll be a first down for the Bees. It is. First and goal now. Yeah, Polk's not in there. I don't see him right now, but he's got uh, 16 carries for 190 yards in this game. He's been a workhorse. Cullum will drop back out there. Back back out there. Dear Lord, I apologize, everybody. As he ran off and then ran back on. Chafin in the gun. Under four and a half to go before they'll snap the football. Chafin will take the direct snap. He goes in and finds the end zone. So that is a rushing touchdown for Chafin. He's got a passing touchdown on the day as well. And that makes it 27-28-14 pending the extra point. 
Look at some defense. Looked like they were just worn out right there. It's a long, long drive for Upperman. And, and uh, what they complete one pass for one yard in that drive. The rest of them was just running it. Another very, very good run and drive there by the Upperman Bees. Kick is up. Kick is good. And that makes it 28-14 with 4.25 to go in the fourth quarter. Here at Livingston Academy, the Wildcats trail the Bees. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family. The best trained, caring pros to serve you. Back at Livingston Academy, Tom Davis Memorial Stadium, 425 to go in the fourth quarter. And Upperman is set to kick off here to the Livingston Academy Wildcats, who trail 28 to 14. Long drive there by Upperman. Defense just wore out there at the end. But hey, this game's this game's not over, Livingston's Put another drive together right here, get some points. You never know what happens. Put the pressure on the bees. Here's the kick. It is up, and it is going to come down at around the 10, fielded by Weitzel at the 15, at the 20. Pushes through contact at the 20 and gets passed into about the 22 or 23 with uh, forward uh, progress. There's the word. Yeah, uh, they're they're bounding it. The kicker for Upperman's got a good leg, but they're bounding and determined not to kick it to Daniel Bilbrey. Well, then they shouldn't be. I don't blame them one bit. <laughs> this game might be different if you've done just that. Here comes the LA offense, which of course has had some success tonight. 14 points on the board, had a drive at the end of the first quarter, or the second quarter, excuse me, and then had a drive at the end of the third quarter. Trey Coleman and Brody Coffey in the backfield. Go ahead. May see if we can try to hit Daniel Bibber on a post again. Here's Coffey, gestures Coleman to his right hip and now brings Weitzel in motion. He's looking for Bilberry. He throws it. Bilberry's back there. Intercepted. Oh. Great thought process, but better coverage by Carmine Phillips, and that might be the ball game. Well, it's a pretty throw by Brody, but just great coverage right there. I mean, you know, Daniel Bibbery, most kids in our district, Daniel Bibbery's going to run by, but uh, these Upperman defensive backs, they've got, they are just as quick as Daniel Bibbery. Daniel went up to make a good pay, try to make a catch on it, but great, great catch there by Upperman's for the interception. Carmine Phillips, the man with the INT. And that is going to be a tough one to swallow. Got to keep playing here if you're the defense. Just keep playing. In the gun is Chafin. He takes the snap, hands off Cullum. Cullum through the hole at the 40, at the 45, the 50. Inside it to the opposing 46 before he's brought down by the defense. And, man, that's just tough because you just came off the field and now you got to deal with it again. Yeah, one play. Uh, come on, they get the touchdown, get the kickoff. You go one play, interception, the defense back out on the field. 
3.50 and ticking down to go in the fourth. Starting to see some fans filing out here at Livingston Academy. Student section still going strong, though, so give it up for them. Chafin in the gun. He'll have Cullum again with him in the backfield. Three and a half to go before they'll snap the football. At, their, uh, at the LA 45, Chafin takes it, hands off Cullum. Cullum through the hole at the 45, the 40, and he'll go down at the 40. Five-yard gainer, six-yard gainer. Yeah, Upperman's just running at will right now. Livingston Academy, for the most part of the game, has played real well against the run. I know we said Paul, he's up close to 200 yards. Most of them's yard uh, runs that he's broke uh, broke through the line, but uh, Livingston's defense just worn out right now. Under the three-minute mark, the Wildcats trailing 28-14. to 14, Upperman offense. At second and four from the L.A. 40. Chafin in the gun. Takes the snap, hands off Cullum. Cullum through the hole to the 35 and goes down right there. First down, Upperman. Yeah, they're just continuing just to run it right up the middle against Livingston Academy's defense. Chains will move and the clock will roll. 2.35 and ticking to go in the ball game. Upperman is just... uh, Kind of reserved here to just run this ball and run this clock. You know, right now it's a, it's a little bit of pride time here for Livingston Academy. You're down two scores two minutes ago. Upperman got all the momentum, first and ten here with the clock running. But, hey, don't give up another score. Take pride in this right here. Bronson Chafin in the shotgun. He's got Cullum. That's Jaleric Cullum in the backfield with him. Cullum again. A nice pop through the hole and finds himself at the 31 for a gain of four. Good tackle there by Seth Smith. He scraped off a block right there and tackled Cullum before he could get to the second level there. 1.45 to go in the ball game. Clock will be under a minute and a half, I'm sure, before they hike this football. 28-14, to 14, upper men. Looks to walk out of here the victor at Livingston Academy and move to 4-0 and on the season. Livingston Academy would fall to 0-3 and, and, of course, turns around and plays another ball game tomorrow. <coughs> Chafin in the gun again. Cullum on his left hip. Turns, hands the ball off. Bum- Cullum lost it. It's recovered by an upper in the lineman who dives on it. The recovery there by Braxton Speck, the senior. The ball was in the dirt, and Livingston almost had a chance to make this a one-score game and maybe not win it, but certainly walk out of here with some hefty momentum. Yeah, that's kind of the way the ball bounces sometimes. Bounced right to an offensive lineman for Upperman. Clock continues to go. It's under a minute now, so at best probably going to see two more Upperman plays. I think Upperman could just take a knee at this point and – and no, they're going. They're going to run. No, they're going to bring F. Ethan Polk back out on the field for the first time on this drive. This will be the first time we've seen Polk on this drive, and they're going to hand it to him, and he's going to be brought down in the backfield. I can picked up maybe two right there. Maybe two there for Polk, and thirty-one point seven seconds, and Upperman's going to take a timeout. Mm. 28-14, Upperman will take the time out with 31 and a half to go in the fourth quarter. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, 
it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Thirty-one point seven to go in the ball game. It's second and eight for the Upperman offense from the LA twenty-one. And after Polk gains two yards on the previous play, see what we get from the Upperman offense right here. Is it a victory formation? Is it a run? What do they go with here with thirty seconds or just over that to go in the ball game? The LA fans have begun now to file out of the stands. Student section about the only ones sticking around for the guys. <coughs> and they will hand off to Polk. Polk breaks a couple tackles, finds the edge. He's heading for the end zone. Did he get in? He did. Ethan Polk just got to run in. That will break 200 yards. That will give Upperman 35 points with 20.3 seconds to go. And broke a couple tackles on the run there, did Polk. Uh, There's no one. 30 seconds to go. You call a timeout. You're up two scores. Uh, I I get it. Upperman coach making a statement. It's a huge rivalry, but there's there's no sense in that. But if I'm Livingston Academy, I get a chance to do it next year, I'm doing it. (laughs) You'll return the favor. The kick will be up, but it won't matter because the flag came out, so we'll see what that's about. So now Livingston Academy with encroachment will give Upperman a chance to scoot a little bit closer. Upperman looking to kick again. Kick is up, and it's good. The kicker moved, though, and every one of Livingston Academy's coaches wants a false start as the kicker most definitely took about a step before the ball was snapped. Either way, 19.1 seconds to go, and the Bees will lead 35-14 to 14 here at Livingston Academy. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. Kickoff here from Upperman with 19.1 seconds to go. They lead 35-14 to 14 now. It seems to me that one was just uh, to get some votes for being the best team in their classification, maybe. Yeah, that's... Uh... People's going to look at the score, 35-17, and think, wow, Upperman, you know, 
But this game was a whole lot closer than 35-17. 35-14, and it was a whole lot closer than that as the kick will sail out of bounds. So Livingston Academy with 19.1 seconds will get a chance here uh, from their own about 40 or 45, I believe. Ball, maybe the 35. I can't remember where it spots in high school. Either way, it'll be a, a free kick penalty out of bounds. And so now Livingston Academy with a chance here to do something with 19.1 seconds. Uh, I mean, make them kick it again here. I believe that looks like that's what Madden Hauser plans to do. He, he does have that option. I don't know why that would be the option to pick, but seemingly that is the option he wants to pick. So that is the one he – is that the one he's choosing? I, I don't think – I can't tell. Kicker's still out there with the kick. No, that is not the option he chooses. They will take the ball at their own 35-yard line. Livingston Academy trailing 35 – I apologize, folks. I'm going horse a little bit. 35-14. Livingston Academy will take a snap in the gun. Coffee has bowls on his left hip. And will they just throw deep here? Let's find out. No, they're going to throw into the flat. Jake Hughes will drop it, and with 15.3 seconds to go, incomplete pass, second and ten. Yeah, right now, just just don't get anybody hurt. Just maybe make a safe run right up the middle right here, and let's let's just get out of here and and get ready to go to Kentucky tomorrow. 15.3 seconds on the clock. Livingston Academy, coffee in the gun yet again. Gets everybody lined up. Bowles on his left hip. Takes the snap. He's going to roll out to his left. Under pressure. Avoids the tackler. Avoids another one. Looking. Throws a bullet to Will Brown, who is nearly speared there by Cam Bush. He'll get up slowly. And Will's okay. As the clock now, after the incomplete pass, it's at 7.9 seconds. And it's third and ten. You know, let's just let's just run it, just run it up the middle here. If Upperman takes a timeout, you're liable to see a fight. If we run it up the middle and don't get the first down, and they call timeout, they do have one remain. Do they have no? They have all three. Excuse me. Oh, well, they got two. They remaining. have two. That's what I thought. So they've got two remaining. Jake Hughes will go in motion. Coffee will take the snap. He drops back again. Flag on the play. Avoids the pressure. Another flag. Up here in the uh, linebacking core, it looks like, around that area. And now we've got three flags as there's an Upperman player down at about the 35. There's laundry everywhere. There is cloth all over the field. Let's see all the different stuff. And uh, it looks like we've got an upset Clayton Harris on our hands. He's uh, not a happy camper throwing his arms around. I believe we've got (coughs) maybe a crackback block on Livingston right here. I I mean – Clayton Harris, yeah, that's you don't if you're Livingston Academy, just but Clayton Harris, he don't need to be mad at Livingston Academy because his coach took a timeout. His coach took a timeout when they could have just took a knee and run the clock out. So listen, folks, here's all I'm gonna say, and then I'm gonna leave it be. When I was in high school, I'd have been call, they'd have called for the cl- the crackback block after what just after what Upperman did. That's what would have happened. My coach 
would have done that. 4.2 seconds to go. 35-14, the Bees lead here at Livingston Academy. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Everyone on this sideline for Livingston Academy looks like they are prepped for a brawl. That being said, the clock will run out once they signal for it to run again. No play will be ran, and this ball game will come to an end. Upperman 35-14, the win over Livingston Academy. The two teams will walk the 50-yard line and shake hands here. And Adam Kane and Matt Hauser, coaches are going to shake hands too. It's I hate to do play-by-play for handshake lines, but it does not look warm, David. Uh, Clayton Harris was upset on a crackback block there, and, and, and rightfully so. You don't want to ever see your player get a cheap shot. It's not really a cheap shot. Kid was just making – Hoffman was just making a block there. But, you know, like I said a minute ago, you kind of brought this on yourself. You call a timeout with 30 seconds left when you could have just let the clock run out, and then you score a touchdown on the next play. So, eh. Either way, ball game comes to an end. Oh, Livingston Academy falls 35-14 to the Bees of Upperman. 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Your home for Livingston Wildcat Sports. Tonight's action sponsored by Livingston Family Health. The next best thing to your mom. See what care is really about at Livingston Family Health Care. By Premier Wireless your hometown U.S. cellular dealer, 800 West Main Street in Livingston, Premier Wireless and U.S. Cellular, Mountain Farm International, not just tractors, not just for farmers. They are for everyone. Mountain Farm International. Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity, exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 126 PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers end September 30th. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. Numbers are for game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want 
technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. When injuries stop the game, skip the ER. Visit Tier 1 Urgent Care. 335 West Spring Street, Cookville. Dr. Derek Worley, fellowship trained, board certified in sports medicine. He and your medical team are ready at the Tier 1 Urgent Care, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, Saturday, 8 to noon. Don't let sore shoulders stop your tennis game, knee pain stop your walking routine. Get state-of-the-art care close to home, Tier 1 Orthopedics. Stop the game and make the call. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so is the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it, just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center, welcome to stress-free collision repair. On Main Street in Livingston, proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. Putting the family and family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare. A family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough or your daughter's ankle sprain all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare. Call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare. Now, the R&M Family Pharmacy Postgame Report. Expertly trained pharmacists, a friendly, knowledgeable staff, ready to assist you with those family health questions. Ready to save you money on your prescriptions. R&M Family Pharmacy. Back at Tom Davis Memorial Stadium on the campus of Livingston Academy, the Livingston Regional Game of the Week sees Livingston and the Wildcats stand at 0-3 now after a 35-14 loss to the Upperman Bees. Let's recap tonight's game. We begin in the first half where Ethan Polk broke off a 60-yard run for a touchdown to put the Bees up 7-0 late in the first quarter. In the early parts of the second, Clayton Harris would pick up a 16-yard catch and run from Chafin with 8.16 to go in the second. And it was 14-0 at that point, Upperman and the Bees. 51 seconds left in the second quarter, though. Livingston Academy broke off a drive, and they made a statement. Brody Coffey would keep it himself. Burst on a sprint over to the left run over the pylon and make it 14 to 7. That's where we would sit at the end of the first half coming out in the third quarter. It was a drive by Upperman to begin the quarter. Polk on a 4-yard run scores the touchdown, but it was a drive of 60 plus almost all of which coming on the ground made it 21 to 7 Upperman. The Bees however would falter. Shafin fumbling in his own on his own end of the field, two plays later, Jackson Bowles, a seven-yard touchdown. That one with 35.7 seconds left to go. 
in the third quarter, made it 21-14. And after that, things just began to fall apart for the Livingston Academy Wildcats. Got all the way down to 425 to go in the fourth quarter when Chafin would get a four-yard run TD. It was another 60-plus yard drive, almost all of which coming on the ground for the Bees. That made it 28-14. The very next play after the kickoff, <coughs> excuse me, Brody Coffey would look to go deep to Daniel Bilberry. It was an interception by Carmine Phillips, setting up his offense for what didn't need to be a scoring drive, but ended up after a timeout called by the Upperman Bees. They bring Polk back out onto the field for the first time on the drive, and two plays later, He would run for a 21-yard score with just 20 seconds to go to make it 35-14, your final score here from Livingston Academy. Breaking down tonight's action. The R&M Family Pharmacy Postgame Report. Your family's health is their top concern. R&M, Bradford Hicks Drive. Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity, exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 126 PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers end September 30th. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square, sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. Our post-game coverage continues here on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. David Ledbetter, this game was decided by an outstanding performance by Ethan Polk. 209 total rushing yards, three touchdowns on the ground. Polk dominated at times in this game to make it 35-14. At the end, a final look at all the stats from one bank. As we just talked about, Polk had 209 total yards on the ground. He was joined uh, by Chafin, who had 27 and a touchdown. Rollins had 14. Uh, Cullen ended up with 60. 
They had 173 total yards in the first half, had 98 yards and a touchdown by Chafin in the end, passing 7 for 11 with 98 yards and a touchdown through the air, receiving. It was Fitz who led the way with 122 and the touchdown. Cullen had two yards, uh, Turnbow had 19, and Harris had 16. They ultimately had four penalties for 40 yards and one fumble. Livingston Academy on the other side, a good day, but just not quite enough. Brody Coffey, 8 for 16 and 81 yards and a turnover, an interception through the air. In the air, it was Brown for 37 yards, Bilbrey for 28, Bowles for 5, and Hughes for 11. They had four penalties for 30 yards on the ground. Bowles had a thir- had 30 yards and a touchdown. Coffee with 53, Coleman with two, a turnover, of course, like we talked about, the interception. That's a look at the numbers presented by One Bank. It's the One Bank for Wildcats fans. Game over. Coverage not. The R&M Family Pharmacy postgame report. R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? When you work with R&M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R&M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions. Just Overton County neighbors looking out for your health. Trust R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. Consider them a part of your family because they care. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Rope Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. What makes the difference at Casa Nueva? Everything, according to customers. Wow, the food was among the best Mexican food I've ever had. Good food, good service every time, recommend. Best food, best customer service around. Portions were huge, but so delicious, I had to finish it. No better, no fresher, no more authentic taste around. Casa Nueva in Livingston. Real, authentic, fresh. Mexican dishes cooked to order. Enjoy lunch or dinner at Casa Nueva. 840 Overton Plaza in Livingston. Casa Nueva. When it comes to plastic surgery, like a tummy tuck, Botox, liposuction, or other confidence-boosting procedure, Nelson Aesthetics is a team of highly skilled professionals offering the latest services. At Nelson Aesthetics, they believe that beauty is not just skin deep. It's about feeling confident and comfortable in your own skin. Check out customer testimonials and before and after pictures at nelsonaesthetics.com. The work speaks for itself at Nelson. I don't know where that came from, but I apologize. Livingston Academy stands 0-3 with a 35-14 loss to the Bees of Upperman. Elsewhere around UC Sports Nation on the Frontier Chevrolet UC Sports Station scoreboard, Clay County defeats Monterey 35-13, a final there. Also a final, Cumberland County 63-0 over Pickett County. 
In the fourth quarter, Lebanon leading Cookville 27-17. Stone Memorial 28-19 over White County. And York Institute leading Bledsoe County 27-17. couple scores last time we got updates was for the half. So at halftime, Mount Juliet was leading Warren 37-6. And at the half, Red Boiling Springs 21-6 over Mount Juliet Christian. Just a few scores from around the UC. You can stop by Frontier Chevy, Highway 111 between Cookville and Livingston when your team is ready for a new or pre-owned vehicle. Of course, a full recap of all the action. We'll have it tomorrow. Interviews and more with coaches at 9 a.m. It's the high school playbook on Rock 93.7. David Ledbetter, uh, this game decided by just a really good upperman team i mean it doesn't necessarily feel like tonight it's penalties or or turnovers the one turnover you had was on a play where you're just trying to make a play yeah i mean you last few games we kind of shot ourselves in the foot we didn't do that tonight and, and upperman's a really good football team but i, I tell you what I'm, I'm real proud of you could see Livingston academy kind of turned the corner tonight you know they were excited they got got 21 14 uh, they they turned that corner, I think, and, and I think the rest of the season is going to be it's going to be really fun to watch this team grow. But uh, Upperman, you know, they're a great football team, and when they needed, you know, they kind of got away with it, away from it here and there. But when they really needed it, they just handed the ball to Paul right up the middle, and you know, his stats two hundred nine yards rushing. So, you know, a, a great football player, but. Anytime Upper needed a needed a drive or needed a play, they just handed it right to the belly of Paul. Can he get you 9, 10, 16, 20 yards? As we turn the corner now, you don't have a week. You have less than 24 hours. You're going to be on the road in Jenkins, Kentucky. The next week, a week from tonight, you'll be hosting Pickett County uh, for homecoming. A couple not upper men's coming up on the schedule, and that's the easiest way to put it. I don't mean... Uh, you know, any kind of offense to anyone, but, you know, uh, what does Livingston Academy do now to, to kind of turn the page and look towards two very winnable games? Well, you look at tonight's film, and I'm sure they won't look at it tonight because they need to, they got to get on the road pretty early tomorrow, but you look at tonight's game, and, and there's a lot of positives you can take from this game. There's a lot of negatives, too, but you just lost to a really good football team, 35-14, like we talked about earlier. 35-14 wasn't – that's the final score, but that's not how close this game was. You know, we're going into the fourth quarter, and it's 21-14. Livingston's got a lot of momentum going, and then Upperman was just that big drive. But the next two opponents for Livingston Academy, they're not Upperman. They're not DeKalb. They're not – you know, they're they're not trials the other – you know, these these kids, they're, and they're coming in to win the game, too. So, Livingston Academy can't, you know, I can't say these next two games is, you know, we're going to get two wins next. you got to go play the football game, you know. And, and kind of like tonight, Upperman, everybody thought Upperman was going to come in here and it'd be a running clock second half, you know. And Livingston Academy just punched them in the mouth there a time or two. But, you know, you got to go take care of business these next two weeks. Got to take care of business tomorrow. Got to take care of business next week. Upperman 35, Livingston Academy 14 here at Tom Davis Memorial Stadium. Recapping the action. Stats, scores. This is the R&M Family Pharmacy Postgame Report. A friendly staff to help take care of your family. R&M. Hello. 
I'm Ron Hewitt, owner and physical therapist of the Physical Medicine Center. I would like to say thank you to the people of the Upper Cumberland for allowing us to provide your physical therapy needs for the past 30 years. We focus on your individual therapy, not what just works for most. Our goal is to get you back to work, back to play, and back to life. The Physical Medicine Center of the Cumberlands, located on the bypass in Livingston. Call 823-1200. That's 823-1200. We can help you live your best life. Mark your calendar and join UCEMC for their 85th annual meeting this Saturday at Katessa Farms. Come enjoy great door prizes and a sit-down meal. Registration begins at 9 a.m. Business meeting begins at 10 a.m. It's your electric membership co-op. Let your voice be heard. UCEMC's annual meeting this Saturday at Katessa Farms, 780 Dixon Springs Highway in Riddleton. A delicious meal, great door prizes for registered members, and insight into your co-op. UCEMC. Your dream recreational vehicle is waiting at Norris Supercycle. Whether it's an ATV, a UTV, or a bike, Norris Supercycle has it. Their extensive selection features used models from top brands like Polaris, Bobcat, and Suzuki. Dreaming of a yard cut with pride and precision? Norris is ready to help with Bobcat zero-turn mowers and more. Start your journey online at NorrisSupercycle.net or visit the showroom in Rickman between Cookville and Livingston on Highway 111. Norris Supercycle, a guaranteed good time. Work or play, Norris Supercycle. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Wildcat football, 35-14 loss to the Upperman Bees. Elsewhere, the L.A. Wildcats this week. The Lady Wildcats on the soccer pitch now sit at 4-2-2 on the year, 2-0 in district play after a dominant 9-0 win last night over DeKalb County. Lady Wildcats on the volleyball court sit at 10-4 and overall and 4-1 and in district play. They defeat Upperman yesterday for a second time this season. Tonight and over the weekend, the volleyball team will travel to Pigeon Forge for yet another weekend-long tournament. Cross Country will take a trip tomorrow to Stone Memorial, but of course they aren't the only Wildcats on the road. Football will play their second game in two days. They travel to Jenkins Independent School in Jenkins, Kentucky. Kickoff is at 4:30. Coverage will begin at 4.15 right here on WLIV. <clears throat> Next week, it begins Monday as volleyball will host Smith County. They then travel up I-40 to Cumberland County and the Lady Jets on Tuesday. Girls soccer will join them also at Cumberland County and the Lady Jets on Tuesday. The Livingston Regional Football Game of the Week on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Tonight's game produced by Robin McCullough, production assistant Jake Wallman. Tomorrow, we will be in Jenkins, Kentucky, as L.A. takes on Jenkins Independent School. Our countdown to kickoff of the Livingston Regional Game of the Week, Part 2, will begin at 4.15. For David Ledbetter and our team, I'm Colin Castleberry. Again, tonight's final score, L.A. 14, Upperman 35.